The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Schlocktoberfest. Spooky scary. <laughs> now, Dion, if you do your spooky voice, I'll have to do my spooky voice, too. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. Up next, we have the Bombay bad boy, Big Rig Nick Utam. Uh, glad it's finally October. It's uh, you know, wonderful time of year. Every every channel, uh, every VOD service has all the horror movies on, playing all the time. I fucking love it. It's great. Glad to be here. As do I, man. And finally, we have American Ramrod Kendo Slice. Nick's really just excited that it's October, so now he can go around butt-chugging fucking pumpkin spice shit. <laughs> Nick, have you ever butt-chugged pumpkin spice? I won't judge no, no, you no. I, I just I did, No, no, no. I did not go to that, that fraternity at, at, at UT. Uh, I was not introduced to that. They, 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 they made their own thing. I don't know what happened there. That's uh, WU White Girl University, man. <laughs> uh, no, the funniest part of that was the, was, was the lawyer getting you know in front of everybody tr- trying not to and uh, trying to say butt chug with it with a straight face and the people behind him like not trying to laugh it was hilarious <laughs> i mean butt chug is just a funny that's a compound word so it's just maybe the best compound word out there folks if you know of a better compound word than butt chug let us know in the comments we'll be reading the chat tonight now folks we have a lot to talk about tonight because it's episode 375 of wcbs the epitome of pop culture now, tonight, of course, is the first night of Schlocktoberfest. We're not going to go too deep into that because also tomorrow, Nick and I are on our way to a little state called Florida. And Saturday night, we're going to be at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. So, folks, follow us on social media to get involved and to see what we see. So we'll have a, a small little live stream on Saturday night. You can check out the park with us. You can ask us your questions. We can check out stuff together. We can have a lot of fun. So that'll be Saturday night at, I believe, we put 10.05 p.m. It's not going to be an hours-long stream, so make sure you guys check that out as soon as we go live. And be on the lookout for much more this month from WCBS. We just recorded our Schlocktoberfest video for the Twilight Zone. Uh, we're going to get together and put the TNA videos over on Patreon. We have a commentary for Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I have a special retail video that's coming out this weekend. And it's a little Halloween themed. So be on the lookout for all of that. And join us while we celebrate the scariest month of the year, Schlocktober, here on World Class Bullshitters. Now guys, I know we're only five days into October. And for guys like Nick and I, it's kind of a weird question to ask. But have you watched any horror movies yet? Yeah. 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 Well, Dion, what are you watching up in your neck of the woods? Uh, we're just right now to some B level shit. We turned on. Um, oh fuck! Well, what did we just watch the other day? Huh? Horror movie. Fuck! I just had a fucking brain fart. I love brain fart. That's the scary one directed it, it by was, it was uh, Roger Corman, right? It, it, just trust me, it was a good one, dog. It was a good one. Damn sure it wasn't Halloween Kills. I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> I never need to watch that movie again. No, nobody, nobody does. Nobody does. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you know. In like three or four years, they're, they're going to release them in 4K. And nobody's going to buy them. So, 
That's gonna happen too. They're already out on 4K, and nobody's buying them, at least in this uh, on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've been watching a lot of Friday the 13th because, folks, next Friday the 13th, next Friday, WCBS is bringing the drunk watch parties back. We have a double feature of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, and Freddy vs. Jason. Now, this is the 20th anniversary of Freddy vs. Jason, and you know when WCBS does a drunk watch party, you know we're going to do it right. But we can't do it alone. We need you guys to help us drink to forget these movies. So, folks, it's our first one of the season. And the better these do, the more we'll do. So come share a drink with us. Let's get wasted and watch some horror movies. And we have a guest this week coming up. We have our friend uh, Josh from the R-Rated Horror Channel, or just the R-Rated Show now. So join us next week for Friday the 13th Part 6 and Freddy vs. Jason. We're going to be drinking, watching the movie, telling, I don't know, scary stories, talk about Friday the 13th shit. Pretty much, it's a Friday night to spend with us. Don't go anywhere else. Don't watch anything else. Just watch WCPS this Friday the 13th because we're guaranteed to be your best entertainment here on YouTube. And I'm excited, guys. I've just been pre-watching these things to be ready. I'm a little sad, though, that Friday the 13th Part 6 doesn't have Chip Travolta in it. That's no, the, uh, no, no, no. Damn. I know, right? I'm bummed out. He's the best Travolta. He is. Uh, he died over some chocolate bars. But uh, the dude that's my favorite in that movie is Miguel Nunez Jr. He's damn enchiladas. Hell yeah. Oh, God. Look, Miguel Nunez Jr. is like low-key one of my favorite actors. Just because like he's always in stuff that I enjoy. I'm not saying that the stuff that he's in is good. But he's always in stuff that I enjoy. And he was in an earnest movie. He's also in Return of the Living Dead, which is my favorite zombie movie. Yeah. Yep, so that's a good one too. Um, no, no, Jeff. If you really want to brush up on your Friday Thirteenth, watch the Crystal Lake Memories documentary. Oh, you gave me a copy of that, and that's something I was going to do. Now I could watch it on the flight to Florida tomorrow, but it's longer than my flight. So. Yeah, it's, it's 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 like four and a half hours long. It's, it's a long documentary. Gun to your head, what do you choose? Crystal Lake Memories or the Nightmare on Elm Street equivalent? Never sleep uh, again. Uh, probably probably Crystal Lake Memories. There's there's Corey way, Feldman. Not just that. I mean, there's a lot of details I didn't I didn't know about while watching that, and um, I learned so much from watching it. More so than um, the Nightmare on Elm Street one, because I mean, like not, like Nightmare on Elm Street's fine, but uh, Jason's my favorite. So yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he loves you too, but he'd still kill you. Oh man. Now, folks, we're gonna keep things rolling with our word of the day. Uh, we have two recommendations, and we're going to read both of those right now. Uh, first off, thank you to Sejorjan for your very generous super chat. But uh, Space Monkey 0899 was the first one here. Uh, well, well, no, hold on. Technically, Xavier to God showed up at 710, but Space Monkey showed up first. He says the word of the day is schluck. And then Xavier to God is a man after our own heart because he said the word of the day should be pog or fat-ass white girl. So... We knew what POG meant. You did not have to describe or explain what that uh, acronym was. We're all very well versed in POGs. Uh, we love them. We've been collecting them since childhood, and now we're trying to collect them as adults. Just a different type of collection. Uh, so what do you guys... Let's just do both. So we have, like, um, Batman Mask of the Schlock. That's one. Hot tub schlock machine. <laughs> Bread of the slocks, brother. Uh, clear and present schlock. Pog, Pog's on a plane. Oh, yes, Pog. 
<laughs> we should make that one. No, we shouldn't. Well, maybe we should, but I don't know. <laughs> the pog is not enough. The pog is not enough. <laughs> but it is such a perfect place to start, Kendo. Uh, Smokey and the pog. I don't know. Or Poggy and the bandit. Okay. I get behind that one. We should all get behind pogs. I'm making that my background. Is is pog season like pumpkin spice season? You know, I, I mean that's where that. you're gonna catch the most of them in the wild. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, put... they're all lined up at Starbucks. Dude, yesterday <laughs> at Jersey Mike's, I saw something that never mind. I'll tell you off air because it's not. Oh, oh, it's like that. that. Oh, it's like that. It was the <laughs> best thing I've seen in years. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Nick, I'll see you tomorrow. We'll have a couple beers and we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> Uh, folks, if you want to continue to play the Paul game or Schlock game with us, I like Hot Tub Schlock Machine. That might be my personal favorite title of the night. Uh, keep posting down in the comments below. And while you're down there, hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know that you enjoy this content and spread the word. Share this so more people can find WCBS as we go live. Silence so, of the Pogs. Oh, if you're not... <laughs> Never mind. I'll tell you tomorrow. Yeah, but I, say, gotta, gotta yeah, keep it I don't want to get demonetized. For, yeah, I know. You know <laughs> talking about things I'm truly passionate about. It's like Star Wars toys and pogs. Got it. <laughs> Luckily, the algorithm doesn't know the difference between pogs and pogs. I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that. That that's good. That's good. We're talking about cardboard discs that you slam. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Slammers were the best part of the pog. So anyway, folks. <laughs> What you see here on screen is the creator. Now, Nick and I will talk about this a little more in depth, maybe later. But we had our box office game. And so the box office game last week saw Nick guess $30 million. Our guest, P, uh, Etep, he guessed $42 million, And I guessed $35 million. Uh, Now, Kendo and Dion, since you weren't here last week, would you care to make a guess for the creator's opening weekend? Unless you've already seen it. I have not seen it. Uh, okay. I will say, I'm guessing it's going to come in short at uh, 20. 20 million for Dion and Kendo? Uh, $1. $1, Bob. <laughs> well, if Kendo had not pulled the old prices right maneuver, Dion would have won because the creator opened to a paltry $18 million domestically. Oh, it wow. is not a hit Dang. That's... at all. That's that's really rough to hear because that was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I've seen a lot of people, you know, break it down, talk about anti-American sentiment. And yes, I'm sure it's in there. It is. I watched it. I'm not trying to be ignorant of the fact. But I enjoyed this movie. Was it my favorite movie of the year? No. But it was a damn enjoyable film. Uh, John David Washington's a solid actor. Ken Watanabe. Gemma, I almost called her Gemma Arterton. Gemma Chan. She was good, too. But one thing I've seen, one criticism is how predictable it was. And, I mean, that movie was very by the book. But sometimes by the book is nice. It's familiar. It's nice. It's comforting. So, uh, Nick, did you have any favorite parts of that movie? Um, it's, it, it's when they're at the checkpoint and they're about to get caught. And uh, that one cop is like, you know, has his flashlight in the in the car and the, and the kid's sitting there. And you know, I guess she like I guess she prays or turns on her EMP, and then like the entire place goes dark, and they have to like rush out. Um, that was yeah, that was one of my favorites. Uh, also, when they get ice cream, and the and and the girl taking care of her is like you know looks in the bag, and there's a bomb, and you know it goes off. 
Um, um, I liked how violent yeah. this movie was. I know that's a weird thing to say, but it real the action really hit, which I liked because a, a lot of movies kind of pull away from that stuff. But the robot carnage was cool. It reminded me of what it was like when we were kids because the censorship in American entertainment was very strict when we were growing up. So to combat that, a lot of shows had robot villains. Like the Foot Clan and Ninja Turtles were robots on the show, but they were human ninjas in the books. Yeah. So the Ninja Turtles could slice up those robots. Same with Batman the Animated Series when it was the Hardak episode. Batman crushed the shit out of that robot's eyeball. It's popped out. All that crap happened. So this reminded me of that. But, you know, I, I enjoyed this movie. It was visually interesting. The CGI looked great. You don't need... $300 million like a Marvel movie to pull off uh, an entire futuristic setting. And I don't know if I'll buy this movie, but I would definitely watch this movie again. Nice. No, yeah, it's, yeah. The, the, the visuals, I, 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 don't, I don't know what they did with the CG, but you know, this is definitely done to the same team, team who did Rogue One and things like that. And for some reason, the way like the way they do it is kind of like Neil, Neil Blumkamp, where like, it just kind mm-hmm. of like, it kind of goes with the background. It doesn't stick out, obviously, like we see in some newer Marvel films, it all just fits. And it's weird to see that, you know, it's something that's that's like this because, you know, it had it had a, it has a very small budget. I think the budget I'm reading on on Google is, is 80 million. And usually with a bigger movie you'll you know it'll you'll have the but it's just like everything fits. And there's no there's no lines, no nothing. Like the way they did it is wonderful. It looks great. It's very believable because of that aspect. It was a wonderful movie. Um it was yeah, I, I can't say enough about it, man. It was so much fun to watch. And Denzel's son is a solid actor, man. I didn't really like Tenet, but I've seen him in a handful of other things like Black Klansman, and he's always delivered. So yeah. I will pretty much watch. If, if the movie looks interesting, he will be a, an addition to the movie. He'll never detract from my interest. So Yeah, no, he's, he's one of the actors I, I look for for new movies coming out because I like well, I, I like him as an actor. He's done really well. I did, I did love him in Tenet. Tenet he did really well in. Um, and that's kind of, he's one of the ones I'll look for now for new movies. If he's in one, I'll probably go watch it because of that. I just didn't like Tenet overall. That's my, of the Nolan films I've seen, I would rank that at the bottom because I haven't seen Interstellar. I'm sure it's pretentious and I won't like it, but, uh, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Man, 2023 has been a weird year for the box office. It's like anything geared towards us you know, guys that are going to watch this stuff is not hitting, but anything geared towards Karens is making bank. Did you see that the Taylor Swift movie has a hundred million dollars in pre-sales already? Oh yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, you know what? I'm going to stop everything I'm doing and I'm going to create a business to sell to middle-aged middle income white women. And I'm going to make bank. I just need to come up with a way to mix pumpkin spice, Taylor Swift, cell phones, SUVs, and soccer, and then I'm set for life. Like it'll be Bill Gates money. And, God, and boys, you're coming with me. We're going straight to the top. We're gonna make Briarville a fucking reality, Kendo. I'm in. The world I want to live in, baby. A lot of moms <laughs> out there need something to cuddle on to this coming winter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're all here. We're uh, we're available for all the the single moms out there. Uh, single moms. WCBS is your podcast for more than just entertainment. We're a listening ear, and we know that's what you want the most. <laughs> God damn, Jeff! Jeff's out here trying to—I don't, I don't know—are are, are we gonna make a weird calendar? Or something is that what you're trying to put out, man? What, what's going on, bro? I have new mental clarity, and I'm just ready for the future. The future belongs to WCBS, boys. Get ready. We are. <laughs> 
Oh man. So uh thank you, Joseph Bianowich. That's a that's a plan too. If if all else fails, that's what we got. Uh <laughs> no Garth Vader, I am not propagating a scourge on our society. Alright, so guys, this week's movie for our box office game should be The Exorcist. Now, the movie's getting eviscerated. It's got a twenty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It probably's gonna shit the bed. But it doesn't look to be the worst film ever. Then again, I have low standards when it comes to horror. I'll pretty much watch anything once. Yeah, that's yeah, that's horror. So let's guess the box office. Uh, let me write down the notes. Uh, Dion, since you're here to lend a nice warm arm for these white women, what is your exorcist guess? Since Linda Blair is an old white woman now. Yep, yep. Linda Blair is always going to be um, give me positive sensations. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. Because I just watched the trailer again last night. I'm going to say it does 15. You guessed $15 million. Nick, you're the horror filmmaker. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing 12. Nick guesses 12. Kendo? 17. $17 million. I'm going to go with $10 million. I'm going to go with the lowest one. I don't think this movie's going to make much money. Nothing seems to be making much money unless you're Taylor Swift these days. So maybe she'll become like... A, she's probably already a vital part of our economy and we just don't realize it. So expect her in the future to like give speeches about like, you know, tip your waiters and do all this stuff. Taylor Swift's going to be the voice of reason in the future and I don't like it. Oh, God. Well, I mean, there is the, uh, what is it, the Thanksgiving, well, Thanksgiving slash movie coming out next month. I thought it was coming out this month, but yeah. Eli Roth finally made it, and it's finally coming out, so hooray. I want to watch his Bowling Alley movie. Sign me up for that one. <laughs> bowling Alley movie? <laughs> yeah, the one from Cabin Fever. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I want to watch a full version of that. I mean, I know the outcome already, but we knew the outcome of the Star Wars prequels, and we all went and saw those anyway, so... You know, what's well, the difference? Is that supposed to be the Thanksgiving one? No, I'm just I'm just taking the piss right now. I'm just fucking around, man. Oh, okay. Well, it sounds like I know you got a movie coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was yeah, it was the uh the trailer from the two thousand seven um what was it, Grindhouse, uh that he did corporate Thanksgiving. He finally made it. Uh so many years later. <laughs> Sixteen years later, I think. Oh, he won a grinder award like you did too? Um, no, he made a movie called Grindhouse. I want a grinder, because, you know, I'm a good filmmaker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you remember when we were at that screening and Eli Roth stared at me like he knew me the whole time, Nick? I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that was fucking weird. We were like, we were like, what is it, two rows back at the, at the New Beverly? And he yeah. says, well, I mean, it was also probably because you were trying to be comfortable in that light, tiny fucking seeds. And it just wasn't yeah. happening. True. But I had a great time. I'm glad we went and did that one. But yeah, no, that was good. I, that was good. I just, it's just like, are you gonna say something to me, Eli? Do we know each other from a past life? I've never met you, sir, but I like Cabin Fever. Um, so no, I, yeah, I wish we would have stuck around afterwards and, and talked to everybody, but that didn't happen. So I mean, he had to get up the hill in traffic. Man, L.A. traffic was a nightmare. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so. Uh, let me look at the show notes real quick and see if there's anything I need to address before we get rolling into this. Folks, remember, today's episode is brought to you by me, Jeff Hicks, and my graphic novel, Stealing Solo. If you're a Star Wars fan and you like content from that galaxy far, far away, and you like to laugh, well, then Stealing Solo is the comic for you. You can get that at StealingSolo.com. The website's powered by Shopify, 
and you get their award-winning safety and security. I've been getting reviews in the emails, which is nice, guys. You know, people did the Indiegogo stuff. It's funny, one of the emails I got, the guy's like, I love your book so much, I wish I would have kickstarted it back in the day. Doesn't matter that you didn't. Now you have the book, and thank you, uh, we'll just call you doctor since you're a doctor. I'm glad you like the book so much. Uh, we've been getting lots of reviews, and it's nice. So, folks, if you want to get one of the remaining copies, go to StealingSolo.com. And if you don't know, Stealing Solo answers the greatest what-if question of all time. What if a group of disgruntled Star Wars fans kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remake Star Wars in their basement? That and a whole lot more is answered at Stealing Solo, a captain's parody. Available now from me for a limited time only. So like I said, folks, once we sell this remaining back stock, I will get to work on the sequels. So we're way more than halfway there, which makes me excited. Uh, so, you know, when that number happens, I will let everybody know. I will finish up Wokebusters and these other things I have to take care of first, and then we'll be on to the Stealing Solo sequel. So folks, you know what to do. Now, Kendo, the number one compliment I get out of Stealing Solo is how much people like your character in that book. Well, then they would like me in real life, because that is me. <laughs> now, didn't you say you had a friend that thought you wrote your own stuff because it sounded like you said it? Yeah, that was my buddy Brandon, the one whose van we procure for the uh, for the heist. He was like, I let him read it because you sent me the digital copy. And I was like, dude, check it out. It's finally here. And we were sitting there just reading it one day. And he's like, dude, did you write your own stuff? And I'm like, no. He goes, because this is exactly how you talk and your mannerisms and every bit of your behavior. I'm like, well, Jeff got it down good. <laughs> well, I know my uh, my subject matter. Now, uh, folks, when you read a copy, let me know what you think of Kendo in the story. He's always... Uh... You're one of my favorite Wolkbusters as well. But I got to say, Nick, uh, you're kind of coming in as my favorite character because... You're kind of like Egon and Spock mixed, and your eyebrows say more than your dialogue at times, so I have so much fun uh, working on the scene where we're at the oh. Portland dinner, uh, the appreciation dinner, and Dion's hitting on the mayor, who happens to be a middle-aged white lady, so art imitates life. But uh, I love yeah. it. I love it. I do, too. Folks, Wokebusters will be here next year. I'll be done this year. It's an epic. It'll be the comic that you've all been waiting for. It'll be the funniest graphic novel you've had in a long time. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, be on the lookout for more information from Wokebusters. I'll be sharing more images. And uh, we have a trailer and other stuff coming up as well. So. Uh, <laughs> if I read Stealing Soul with No Pants On, is it sus? Asks name. I don't care. Just don't send us any pictures. That's all. Yeah, yeah. We don't care how you read it as long as you're doing it in a legal fashion. <laughs> exactly alright so folks uh, that is stealingsolo.com now guys I know you did... <laughs> I need a button for that now I know I was the only one here that sat through Ahsoka for the audience and so I'm not going to bore you guys with a long diatribe about how bad it is or this or that but I did want to bring up and this is something I want to bounce off of especially you Dion since you're the other diehard Star Wars fan on this channel, who right, right. now did you watch any Clone Wars? Because I watched a lot of, or sorry, excuse me, I watched all of it. You know, contrary to popular belief, just because I didn't love Ahsoka doesn't mean I didn't watch the Clone Wars. Uh, did you watch that show? Oh yeah, I went the, the original run. Yeah, and then I did watch, uh, which I gotta rewatch. I burned through it so fast, but and then the uh, the the newest stuff, the Disney Plus stuff. So yeah, absolutely. The Bad Batch. Yeah, bad. That was, Thank you. Yep. That was just fine. 
The Bad Batch yeah, wasn't it my was favorite. Okay. Yeah, very, very okay. I feel like a lot of people got excited by The Bad Batch because it came from the earlier eras of Lucasfilm. And that's fine. If you know, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But I have not seen this level of infighting in the Star Wars community since the sequel trilogy came out. It's it's kind of interesting how you have the same audience that liked the sequel trilogy is the same audience that wants to blindly... Def- it feels like the audience that wants to defend Ahsoka, who's going after, oh, you didn't like this, it's because you're old, or you didn't watch that. Maybe it's because the show didn't really resonate with as many uh, people as it did, uh, you know, as Clone Wars and other stuff. And a lot of the... Uh, how do I want to say this? A lot of reviewers online that aren't just, you know, Star Wars fans aren't liking it either, because thematically, it just doesn't really work as a show. Guys, imagine if you're, we're all making our first WCBS movie, or imagine you stealing Solo, for example. Let's say, like, the entire book is me complaining about episode seven, and then in the last, the second to last page, we kidnap Harrison Ford, and then the next page, it ends. That's how Ahsoka felt. It just, it drew out so much, and it didn't world build in a, in an interesting way. It didn't really flesh out the story in a way that we've never seen before. It just dragged its ass like a dog across the carpet. And that was the biggest problem I had, because at the end of the day, I feel like I wasted so much of my time watching this show for to have nothing happen. And you have places like, was it was this New York Times that posted this? No, this was another uh, publication. But they said how, you know, it sets up for something that may or may not come. And I think that's a problem with a lot of these Disney shows. It's a, I, honestly, it's a lot of problems with anything. Let's take it back to The Amazing Spider-Man. You guys remember that movie. It's set up for sequels that never happened. And now, if Ahsoka, this $200-plus million series, doesn't get a follow-up and that movie doesn't happen, well, then you've just stranded Ahsoka on a planet and really don't have much going on for it. So, Dion, yes. will you do you plan on watching Ahsoka? I do. I do. I mean, I've, 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 uh, <laughs> and I'm only laughing because it's, you know, to your point about, um, you know, the hardcore Star Wars fans and the new Star Wars fans. So yes, I, I do plan on watching it. Obviously I, I love the Clone Wars and I was a huge, uh, Ahsoka fan mainly because of the Clone Wars. Um, you know, and also, you know, Hiller and I were kind of laughing about this shit the other night, you know, it's it's so funny watching the I guess the for, for for lack of a better name for it, it's so funny watching the want to be topical Star Wars compared to the previous stuff, you know? It, 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 and and even though I know that I am gonna watch Ahsoka hundred percent, you know, I love Rosario Dawson. I think she's one of the most beautiful women on the fucking planet. One of the most talented. Oh, I agree with that. One hundred percent. But you're seeing, you're seeing a Lucasfilm that doesn't know how to write the middle of a story, and it's so funny because, you know, it's it's, <laughs> you you know that Disney Lucasfilm wanted to have a very brand specific, brand identifiable product with Star Wars, and they accomplished that, and it's just so funny how mediocre it is now granted i have not seen ahsoka yet i'm gonna be very uh open when i do see it but if it's the same as obi-wan if it's the same as boba fett if it's the same as 
uh, you know, the, 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 well, obviously outside of the first season, the more recent seasons of Mandalorian, you know, if it's the same as obviously the sequel trilogy, you know, you, it, it all feels the same, not because it's the same universe, but you have this thing where they don't know how to write the middle of a movie or the middle of a show, you know, and it's, and, and even though, yeah, I'm going to watch Ahsoka, it's become a chore now because you're not going to get an honest retelling online because if it's not a bunch of paid trolls, then it's people who who are saying it. Like today, newest episode comes out, people are saying that's the greatest lightsaber battle in the whole series. <laughs> and which is crazy to me. Like you can't, you know, people who can't objectively watch or review something because it's the greatest of Star Wars in the first week that it's been out. You know, and even, you know, and I've been obviously, you know, I'm not going to lie, I've been watching clips and stuff, you know, to kind of mentally prepare myself. But watch, you know, she turns on the viral blade and obviously Ahsoka with the sabers. And it's like watching, it's like watching uh, a Dancing with the Stars retelling of Star Wars, where it's literally just her and the other character going back and forth, just swirling. And then everyone's like, this is the greatest one I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, guys, like, it, 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 it's, 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 it is pretty funny to me. So, yes, long way of answering your question. I do plan on watching it, and I, and I do prepare myself for the Disney brand of, hey, we don't have a middle of a series. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought up the point about how everyone says it's the greatest thing. I hate that about internet mentality. The internet culture really has ruined what quality is because everybody jumps on the newest thing as the best thing. Now, we all, I believe we all deep down want the best things to keep coming out. We want advancements. We want the new things to be better than the old. It's not always an emotional attachment. It's not always nostalgia. It's not always being old for the reason why you like the classic things. For example, just weird example, but like, you know, we all collect figures and merchandise and stuff. You know, some of the stuff that's coming out now is the best version of things I've ever seen. Like this rock figure I got in the mail. Best rock figure ever. Did it come out when I was a kid? No. Am I nostalgic for the old one? And when you got something that looks photorealistic and it beats it in every way, I'm on board to call this the best of something because it truly beats it in every metric. But with film and entertainment, yes, of course, that's subjective, but... Lightsaber Duel has been downgraded. It used to be an emotional ending to a story. What connection did Ahsoka and Morgan Elsbeth have? Not much of one. They were two characters that interacted in the other series, and now she gets freed and blah, 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 and stuff happens. I don't like how everyone on Twitter jumps to, ooh, you're a hater if you don't like the newest thing. Sometimes the best stuff does come from the past. And in my book, you know, the, uh, the Empire Strikes Back lightsaber duel is still the best one because of the emotional weight it carries. It's not about the flips and the flash and the pizzazz. It's about what the duel means. You know, Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader in the original film is not boring and stupid. If you have no attention span, it probably is. But it's a story of two guys reuniting, supposedly for the first time in 20 years, after a horrific accident took away his arms, his legs, and his skin. But, uh... It's not about flashy effects. It's about holding someone off while the others can escape and then ultimately sacrificing yourself. That's the fun part. You can debate, did Darth Vader really beat him? Did Obi-Wan sacrifice himself? There's stuff to talk about. 
Nowadays, people just go, oh, that was cool, that was hot, that was crazy, that's the best one yet. And then just they get a bunch of positive reactions from people on social media, and people look at that as the general consensus. But numbers don't lie. You have to look at what's this going to reach? How is this going to play in the future? And I don't think that uh, Ahsoka lightsaber duel and the series of Ahsoka itself is going to be remembered as the best Star Wars anything. It was serviceable. I've seen worse, much worse. But at the end of the day, it's just fine. And it's fine enough in 2023. Don't we need a little more than just fine? Oh, of course. And um, and I think I, th- I think with entertainment like this, especially when it's like Disney and they're doing their like diversity bullshit, like 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 every like every giant Hollywood uh, you know production uh, studio, everybody's flocks to it, and it's like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, she's woman of color playing this you know this this alien creature in this <clears throat> you know wonderful you know the space opera. It's like that doesn't mean shit. Those are just, that's just a word salad. It doesn't mean shit. Is it good? Is it compelling? Do I feel something when I watch it? <clears throat> or, or or is it or or do you just like it because of the of those of those attributes? That seems to be the the low ball checklist for movies now. It's like, does it have a person of color? Is a woman directing it? Uh, is a person in a wheelchair being doing sound for it? Like those are the check marks now for a, a, you know a movie that all these critics seem to look for. And then they'll write, you know, two-page or full or three-page articles about how good it is and diverse and this, that, and the other. And that's the metric now. No longer do things have to be meaningful or good or or character-driven or anything like that. They just have to, like, meet shitty check marks, you know? And that I fucking hate that. I do, too. It trivializes everything else. It just... It, it's going to lead to a bunch of just techno crap that we're not going to buy. All these things will get releases, they'll sit around. If they don't get physical releases, they'll just sit on streaming forever where people won't watch them. And then maybe one day, they'll be taken down because it's more valuable to take it off of a streaming service than it is to keep on there. Kind of like Willow. And Willow had that same problem you just addressed, Nick. Did it check off the boxes? Did it have those metrics? I guess the people in Hollywood want to feel better about themselves. Or, a lot of people talk about the ESG scores and what those represent. And, you know, somebody's funding this crap, and it ain't hitting too hot. So, at the end of the day, the audience loses. And that's the part that I'm pissed off about. Well, well, you know, I mean, to, to, to that point, you know, it, you know, and that's the thing, too, right? So, you know, it's, they're not doing it to feel good about themselves, right? They think that this is a selling point. So, you know, without, you know, going down that diatribe, you know, the, the thing about Ahsoka that's so funny, you know, without even watching it is... You know, when you see someone, well, you know, it's always under the guise when someone is responding to a critique, as you pointed out earlier, was, oh, well, you know, you're a hater or, you know, you're just one of those toxic Star Wars fans. It's like, so did you even read what the person said? And again, this is on Twitter, right? So Twitter or Reddit or whatever. So it all depends. But, you know, every defender, especially the hardcore sequel fans, you know, in the comment sections, you know, for the ones that are actually real, they're not accounts that have only been around for six months or whatever and conveniently only talk about Star Wars stuff. But when it's, oh, well, you know, you, you know, the toxic fans are just so blah, 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 blah. Hold up. What do you think about what I said about the movie? None of those responses directly reply to the critique, right? So, so anyone that's a hardcore defender of Ahsoka and the sequel trilogies. They're not, they're not 
objectively talking about the movie, they're coming in automatically to defend it. So why are you feeling like you have to do that? Well, it's all the racist fans, blah, 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 blah. Hold up. You think they just are spending money to watch? Because this shit's on Disney+. Plus. So, you know, and I'm not saying they're not pirating the shit either, but, you know, so are all the racist fans that complain about it paying to watch it? Okay, maybe that's not it. Okay, well, are you saying that, well, they just they just don't like the new stuff? Well, how do you know? If, you're, if, you, if you haven't talked to anyone who dislikes it and you have no idea what the critique is, how the fuck do you know if they just don't like the new ones? And then the other thing is, there's no everyone that defends it, at least online. It's from the guy that hasn't seen it yet. There's not even a second consideration. Well, maybe that's just not that good. You know, they're talking about the you know, the character and she's doing that and this and everything. So they're focusing on Thrawn for the whole fucking time. So so we can't we can't say, hey, maybe a character who wasn't in this era of Star Wars, shoehorned in, is indicative of the show not being put together well. No, 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 you hate the show. You just, you're just mad about blah, 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 blah. Think about what I just said to you. They never do that, you know? And then, and obviously to the whole thing, you know, this is all, you know, the whole diversity thing, you know, again, like, listen, we all get it, but it's not to make themselves feel better. It's a selling point. You know, and it no ain't one selling. brings that up going into uh, uh, promoting a movie unless they think that's why you're going to pay money to see it. You know, if it, if it was a morality thing, you know, if they'd wait till it for come out. No, you we, you'd hear you hear about the shit before the movie even comes out. So it's a selling point. And you and if you feel bad for people like Rosario Dawson, obviously she's going to get paid being in the Star Wars thing. Hopefully, uh, with everything going on. But it's just this weird automatic need to defend it without even trying to have a conversation about the shit, which is it's really bad on Twitter and Reddit. You know, well, anytime, anytime someone says, oh, well, sequel Star Wars. Well, you're just saying blah, 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 blah. Take a second to process my point before you react to it. And then there was obviously there was the the the, the meme that went out where it's the picture of Hayden Christensen, Daisy Ridley. Um, and the dude that played Jar Jar, and it's like, oh well, these people, uh, you know, they all these actors to come back and do it, you know, because the fans were so bad. Blah, blah. It's like, guys, for a second, I agree that fans can be mad, but you have to take into account: was it bad? <laughs> was it bad? And you know, Ahsoka fans refuse to even acknowledge the possibility and that's why they look so silly that's why the shit does but even if you're right you convince other people not to watch it which we know is the case because disney plus is struggling they just revamped the hulu deal where it's just disney plus and hulu if you're right they don't have to do that if you guys are right disney plus is successful It's, it's 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 selling gangbusters but it's not. So at some point, defenders have to stop and think, maybe we're wrong. And that's what's just so goddamn funny about it. Because I'm still going to watch. I'm a Star Wars fan. But guys, you even you have to admit, using plot points or pick and choosing points of Star Wars, especially when it's a dated premise, that's not going to work in the future. You have to be objective. Maybe it's just not as good as you think it is. Fuck. 
and well, people. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Nick. And, and, and it's hard for people. I don't know why it's hard for people to 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 <clears throat> to mentally make that you know to make that connection. Being like, I think some of them are like, oh, because it's Star Wars, it's good, and like that's that's not a good thing to to think. You, I think it's good yeah. to be objective about your entertainment especially if it's something like star wars from when it's been bought by somebody else and they're screwing it up like it's it's good to be like well this isn't that good and if the if the last few shows i've watched from this from star wars about star wars from disney are not that good then the next few are not probably are not going to be good either and so that's kind of but i think what people you know need to be critical about the entertainment you know because like you're spending your own time watching this you'll never get that time back so you want something you want it to be good you want it to be entertaining you want it to be worth your time and also um i love i love that dion's like dion said oh the racists are racists are bigots or whatever are gonna go watch these movies i had a mental thought of like them calling each like <laughs> a couple of guys calling us like oh, i hate this movie i hate this movie oh, let's go watch it so we can review bomb it <laughs> tomorrow morning on, on, right. on rotten tomatoes like that's their whole like <laughs> they have a facebook group set up and everything they're messaging each other it's like we're gonna go watch a movie Thursday at 3 p.m. and then we're going to write reviews about it for Friday. Exactly. Like, that's your like, whole. Like, you're, that's... Just, you're just hating on it. You're just hating on it. Like it can't. It can't be. It that works for one thing. That's like the Barbie movie. Like that was kind of the joke, right? Was that so many people hated it and a lot of people went and saw it, but somehow Star Wars is immune to that. Like, like, oh man, all these, all these trolls and the racist fans. They, you know, they're they're talking about the movie like. Are you insinuating that not only are they racist and trolls, but they have such a control on the people who aren't racist and trolls that they didn't go and see the thing or they didn't go and get Disney Plus? Like, come on. Like, they, they don't all have walkie talkies and text text each other. Yeah, man, let's get this going. If it's as good as you say it is, this wouldn't be a factor. Like, guys, come on, you know? <laughs> they use smoke signals. Come on, bro. Right, yeah, man. I'm offended. Fueled with the fuel. Of <laughs> yeah, their fuel, their literal hatred fuels the fires. That, whatever. I don't <laughs> fucking care to bring that up. Um, oh I, I think a lot of this. It's now. It's like a. It just feels like a very like generational fight. It's oh, you guys are old, and we don't like your version of Star Wars. If that's your argument, and you're like dumping on something because it's old. Just stay off social media and don't comment on shit. Like, you can't call something oh, the best you if go. you're not going to watch the old version or a, any version. It's like, I've only seen Ahsoka. It's the best. That's true because it's the only thing you've seen. So you can't really compare it, so you can just say you like it. Um, and one thing I hate is how everyone's trying to, like, oh, we got to we gotta go back and be nice to Hayden Christensen or this actor or that actor. It's like, maybe he's better now, but he wasn't good in 2002. And I'm so tired of this bullshit. Oh, we have to go back and forgive, and we have to apologize to Ahmed Best. For what? What did I do? I was a 10-year-old kid. I hated that shit. Did I do something to him? No. So I don't have to sit and apologize or re-watch it or reassess. He's still the lamest part of that fucking movie. Same with Hayden Christensen. Hell, where's Jake Lloyd in all this? That guy actually had real hey, issues and yeah. a mental breakdown, yeah. but nobody worries about him because why? I don't know. But I don't care. He, that's why. I'm just saying though, but if you're gonna oh we have to worry about Daisy Ridley, something could happen to her. No, she's fucking fine. Like <laughs> Star Wars fans are weird. And we're in this fucking category, so we're just talking shit about our own people. It's not like we're going uh, you know, making fun of other fandoms. We can easily. Well fucking... and, and the thing that people online always do is like that's that's two separate conversations. 
don't get me wrong. Like, you know, the people that jumped on, you know, I'm at best for sure. Jake Lloyd, you know, obviously for some reason, like you said, you know, obviously because homeboy, you know, went to jail a couple of times. All of a sudden we ain't going to talk about all that shit, right? The actual consequences of being famous and being a kid. No, you know, but, you know, and again, and I'm not saying what happened to, to Mr. Best wasn't a bad thing. Like, that's awful, right? It's absolutely awful, right? But that's a conversation, a separate conversation to the movie being bad. Like, yeah. that's the difference. Star Wars, hardcore Star Wars fans weren't saying that, man, episode one was just really good. You didn't understand it. If you have to use the you don't understand it defense, that means it's actually not that fucking good. <laughs> you know, they want to have two separate conversations in, at, at the same time. Well, oh man, you know, Dizzy, Daisy Ridley and Kelly Marie Tran, you know, they jumped all over her. Okay, okay. Is the movie good? We can have two things can be true. Fans, the asshole fans get way too asshole-ish way too fast. I can agree with that. That doesn't retroactively make the movie okay. I mean, for God's sakes, yes, Kelly Marie Tran, you know, that's, you know, people jumped on or the, or the uh, you know, it was the boss for Daisy Ridley and, you know, yeah, that sucked, man, that sucked. But there's literally no men- middle to the, to, to, le- to the Last Jedi. There's no middle to that movie. How the fuck does her being uh, made fun of and, and, and uh, uh, attacked online that doesn't make the middle of the movie work. It's two separate things. The same shit with Ahsoka. You know, again, I have to watch it. It's a grain of salt. Yes, I get it. Like, you know, new stuff. And, you know, there are moments where fans, and yes, Ian McGregor went on some fucking diatribe when Obi-Wan came out. That doesn't make the middle of the show work. The middle of Obi-Wan drug on. You had a character in Raven who didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Even after watching the movie, she didn't do anything. That's crazy for a Star Wars show. That's crazy for a Star Wars movie. You want We can have that conversation until we're blue in the face, internet, but you have to admit that the new stuff all feels the same and it suffers from the same issue. There is no middle. Hurt feelings don't make the movie better. Yes. And what damn sure isn't going to make Troll stop is making middling bullshit. And if we were wrong, if we were wrong, Rian Johnson would have his trilogy. If we were wrong, <laughs> Disney Plus would be making bank right now. Not not having to, to use uh, bundling deals with Hulu and ESPN Plus. If we were wrong, the rise of Skywalker wouldn't have been so fucking bad. That had nothing to do with trolls. Period. Yeah, trolls are the lamest excuse. You can't really pull that anymore. It worked back in the day, as in like, you know, 2017, where people were like, oh, this is horrible. Well, people are savvy. And have you ever noticed it's always the same excuse? It's like, oh no, the trolls are review bombing this movie. Every fucking time. Look, I get it. People on the internet have nothing to do. That's why TikTok exists. But there are other things out there, and there are other reasons why these movies don't perform the way they're supposed to. Right. Because they don't, one, market them, or two, uh, you know, they kind of suck. So it is what it is, man. And what it is right now is it's very interesting to watch the Star Wars fandom tear itself apart. 
And I, you know, I don't think it's the Ahsoka fans that are on the right side of history here. It's like, watch the show objectively. I watched every episode of Clone Wars. I understand the show. It doesn't make it thematically good. I guess people can understand the difference between a quality show and a lot of callbacks. If you like a lot of callbacks, go watch The Force Awakens. Or just oh, watch God. the old Star Wars, because all that is is a callback to that fucking movie, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and, and Dion's right, you guys are right, yeah, Disney's losing money hand over fist, and it's it's hilarious to see, and um, <clears throat> Iger's just trying to put out fires all the time and things like that. The funny thing I heard recently that they're being nickel and dime assholes with is that apparently, um, at the parks now, they no longer, like, if you, if, if you have a hotel reservation, at, you know, at one of the hotels for Disney, they will no longer give you a free shuttle from the air from the airport to the uh, hotel. You have to like go into the app, figure out your time and date you're going to land, and pay for it that way. That's yeah. shitty. Yeah, no longer. Yeah, so they're just nickel and diming the fuck out of you. Even then, I heard that they're like lowering prices for kids or something for the last bit of uh, the last bit of October or something. It was it was weird. I'm like, that's an yeah, odd thing to do. Because that's not in the middle of the school year when there's going to be plenty of kids available to go to fucking Disney. Yeah, that's it, it's a weird thing to do. Like, why not do it in like June or something? But whatever. No, because then pe- more people would take them up on the offer. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. Their 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 whole system is is um is incredibly you know fucked all over the place. Nick, aren't you excited to go to Florida and not go to Disney? Oh my God, so much so. Yeah. So much though. I don't ever need to go back to Disneyland or Disney World or Disney anything. I actually never been to Disneyland myself, so it is yeah, what it I, is. I yeah, I think I think I went a few times as a kid, and that was enough. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm done now. I never need to go back. Plus, I I just had way more fun at Universal. Just way more fun. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a theme park for everybody, not just children their parents and people who never grew up and i'm one of the people that doesn't want to grow up in other ways but it's like the the disney adults are kind of weird dude they have Mm -hmm. they they have they have like no kids no kids days now at disney i still wouldn't go to the park because i would oh no i think i i'm saying it because it's fucking weird because that park as far i mean as as far back as as i can remember it's always been for kids and families and to now because some of the people chose not to have kids and be alone for the rest of their lives and, you know, die in their houses, shitting themselves. Um, <laughs> they, they get they get a whole day or a couple days to themselves. Like, that's that's terrible. And also, if, if, if you're wasting your money that way, why? Do something smart with it. Invest it. Put it, put it somewhere else. I don't know. Nick, it's not like they have anything to leave for their kids. So, you know, they're just they're going to blow it at Walt Disney World. Oh, God, so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. Yeah, I, uh, you're not going to hear any argument from me. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say? Dion, I know like I know, you haven't watched Ahsoka, but when you do watch it, let me know, and you and I should have a sit-down. We'll put it on Patreon and for our members, and Absolutely. we'll do a, a sit-down where we talk about it, and we go deep into Star Wars lore and have fun with that and uh, lament where Star Wars currently is. Hell yeah, man. Especially with the weather getting shitty up here, man. I'm going to have plenty of time to catch up on my my summer mediocre entertainment. It's been a summer of mediocre entertainment. It's been really bad this year. Uh, everything from indie to The Flash to just so much yep. crap that is forgettable. Yep. Even the creator that I enjoyed, I haven't thought about that uh, until today again. So, I mean, yeah, the I think I think the only good thing during the summer was Oppenheimer. 
Yep. I I agree. I thought Oppenheimer was legit. Yeah. But uh, if you say that you're you're a angry white guy on the internet, have you seen that new meme where it's like it's, it's a guy on one picture and a woman on the other? He's like, if you know me so well, what's my favorite movie? She goes, you're white, so it's probably Star Wars: The Godfather or Shawshank Redemption. I'm like, that's fucked up and weird. You know why those why those three? And 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 also, if somebody likes those movies, what's the fucking problem? Well, because the Barbie movie propagated that whole all white guys like the Godfather thing. It's like, and I don't. Yeah, it's like I don't get it. I mean, oh, if it's a good one, movie and we like it, sorry. Yeah, only a quarter of this podcast is white, and we all like the Godfather, so yeah. Yeah. argument's kind of invalid. Like, I don't like this whole racial division shit. It's like thirty years ago, we all had the idea. It's like, hey, we're all the same. Let's get along. Let's have a good time. Let's talk about shit and share the similarities. Everything today is now, oh, you're this, that means you must like that, and blah, blah, blah. And it's all about tearing people apart. It's shitty. Uh, society's yeah. ugly. Yeah. No, there's there, there's there's division everywhere, and that's the problem. It's it's stupid. It's all it's all over trivial bullshit, too. It's terrible. Yeah, well, it, it clicks, man. You know, it uh, it gets clicks. I mean, you, you know, obviously, you know, you see, we're seeing, still seeing fallout. From that, you know, a lot of publications getting, you know, getting sued for for following up on a lot of bullshit. You know, a lot of great documentaries coming out with a lot of that bullshit, you know. But, you know, Division, it gets clicks, or at least a lot of these, you know, shitty publications think so, you know. So, you know, as long as as long as long they've got a, a, a way to profit off that shit, you know, they're going to keep doing it, especially when you've got, you know, you know, when you have fucking studios like a Disney, like you know, that it, 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 as long as they think this shit's going to sell, even, you know, even though obviously it's not and and, you know, DC and some people are, are having to, to pivot to make up for all this shit, you know, but if they think they're going to make money off of it, they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep putting that shit out here. They're going to keep. Oh, this is the fastest movie to 10 million dollars. With a black midget in it, you know you're gonna keep. They're gonna keep putting that shit out there. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna keep moving that goalposts and making other other like participation awards in in that in that vein to kind of keep propping themselves up all the time. I mean, they did it. They did it with with Halloween 2018. Remember, it was like, oh, lo- uh, best horror movie in release of September 15th in 2018 with a woman with a white woman over the age of 55. You know, in a horror right. thing. This is, like there were so many like like. Go post in that fucking headline they had. I was like, "What's going on here? What the fuck? It's terrible." It, w- dude. I just I can't wait for them to try that shit again because we'll always be there to make fun of it. Like, uh, you know, the Taylor Swift movie is the highest grossing film concert movie starring a white girl who wears silver dresses and has an audience of Karens. Like, you know, they're gonna put that on a newspaper article next. Well, one of these websites, as you say, Dion. And eventually I hope somebody calls them on their shit and there's enough of an impact to stop because it's not just people, how do I want to say it? People's interactions on social media influence their human everyday interactions and it gets more difficult to interact with people. Like it's definitely, well, yeah, like, and it's, that's what, and that's what's tearing us apart. <laughs> no, it, 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 it is. And it, 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 it is on social media because you have to think that like anybody who uses any of that stuff, all all of those videos or whatever you look at, especially videos on TikTok and Instagram, get curated to what you um, what you watch constantly. So we're all in our own little bubble of w- what we think the world is, and that's the problem. Well said. Yeah. 
So, uh, anything else you guys want to say about Ahsoka or society in general as we move towards our next topic, which is actually going to be a fun one. We're not going to spend too much time uh, lamenting what's next, but uh, anything else you guys want to say? Free throw. No. <laughs> Alright. Well, I, 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 was, I was on the fence about watching Ahsoka. No, no I wasn't. I wasn't going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you didn't miss much. Hopefully, Dion, you're not that excited for Thrawn. Now, you like the character, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> you won't like him in this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dion, Dion has always been very vocal about wanting Thrawn and wanting a Thrawn show um, on the podcast. So, yeah. I mean, from, from what you've seen, Jeff, it seems like they they didn't do it right. So, that's, that's not a good sign. Damn. Wouldn't you... The least of the thing about, like, figuring out about a civilization through their art. I don't believe that popped up. The thing, without ruining the show for you, which I can't ruin it for you, bro, he's barely in the thing. Like, he doesn't show up till the end. Wow. Like, seriously, I, of the eight episodes, I believe six are without Thrawn, and then he's in the episodes for just a few minutes, and uh, that's all I'll tell you, because I know you don't care about spoilers. Like, like, what? like, what's the point? <laughs> Like how can you how can you see that right? You're defending Ahsoka. Like I I, I get I get the blind need to defend her, right? Because you know you want to you want to be with what's popular. You want to be able to say, hey, I liked it when it first came out. I get all that. I get all that. But we all saw her ask that in the Mandalorian. Like how can you not understand people being pissed at Lucasfilm? Like, honestly, anyone that happens to be listening that isn't, you know, a vocal fan, you know, I ain't going to jump on you if you say it in the chat. But honestly, we all saw Mandalorian came out a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. And it was fucking the closest thing they had to a white hot over moment in the whole series since the Mandalorian came out and you wait six episodes, bitch. Like that's yep. like, that's like Halloween ends and Michael Myers didn't show up till 40 minutes into the fucking movie. Yeah. It's exactly like, a it's Halloween end situation. <laughs> Grand Admiral, Thrawn, for those who don't know, which I know you don't know, right? Because a lot of the sequel fans, aren't the greatest read. readers and sure as shit don't read a lot of novels that don't have some bullshit on the cover. So I'm going to give that you a break. Twilight. But Graham Thrawn was literally one of the greatest minds in tactical minds in the galaxy. How is it not an awesome idea to have a runaway Jedi who's a bad bitch going head to head with one of the greatest minds in the universe for eight episodes? How do you not do that? That well, writes itself. You can't get pissed at us for being pissed at Lucasfilm. That's that's so stupid. Oh, that's they, so stupid. Six they spend, episodes. They spend three episodes on this fucking platform because like all great Disney Star Wars, it's about a fucking map. So the beginning of the show is about a fucking map. <laughs> Wait, so so hold on. They're just, they just keep copying the format for the first three Star Wars movies all the goddamn time is what you're saying. Yes, this is about a oh fucking map. Oh my god! They gotta find this map because if they find the map, they can find Thrawn, Thrawn and Ezra. And then they go to this platform that they can read the map 
and they spend like three episodes on this fucking platform. And then Ahsoka falls into this water and she has like a, a force vision where she's stuck in this like world between worlds. And she has an episode with Anakin and it's like, it, it, it just, it was so pointless. It's like if a show could jerk itself off, that was Ahsoka. It was fucking pounding its meat for fucking, uh, what, the last eight weeks. They're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're the best at it. You're doing it to yourself. No wonder you enjoy it so much. So that's what the show was, man. Like, be prepared. Get fucked up to watch Ahsoka. Because you're going to need something that's going to help you make the time go quick. You will not want to sit around. Like, this isn't something that you can share with the boys and Hildar and Diane and everyone's going to sit around and go, Oh, all right, uh, Dad, Uncle Dion, it's, we're going to watch Star Wars Ahsoka together. Man, those kids will be so bored so fast because they don't give a shit about this thing. It's like, here's the argument that people don't re realize, too. You want to say it's only old guys that don't like Ahsoka? Clone Wars ended and rebels started a decade ago your kids we'll just use them as an example they weren't even around when that shit was at their peak and they're not gonna sit around and watch disney plus all day because they got other shit they're into like anime and sonic the hedgehog and super mario and all this other crap that kids actually like today so to try to sit and tell me that the generation this young generation is gonna love ahsoka no it's for like like 22 year olds it's a weird like demographic well, and these kids aren't gonna really know these characters like star wars that much apparently no <laughs> like how how like at some point they gotta understand why we're why we are pissed like you've got to like you got no, to no they they they, they don't want to they don't want to understand it because we're all you know we're all we're all dudes that's why and we're wrong that's really what it boils down to jeez yeah, it's, it's like, so oh, you're old and you're men, and you 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 want things, you know, back to the old way where things weren't that good. It's like, listen, those three, those the 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 three OG movies, the 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 Holy Trinity, were were the best. Okay, that's where it started, and it should have fucking ended there. Yeah, quit trying to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. Thank you, Kendo. Thank you. Don't especially when you're doing it like a retard. <laughs> yeah. Cancel me. <laughs> It's not like we're willing to spend money on this shit if it's good, but no. Listen to the people on the internet that don't buy anything. They, mm -hmm. Like, sitting on your phone is fine if that's what you're into, but sitting on your phone isn't the same as, I'm going to go see this movie. You just want to Like, today, what a lot of people do is they watch YouTube videos about movies just to have a conversation about the movie, but they don't put in the time or the money to go or, see the film. Or, even worse, they read the Wikipedia. Yep. Yeah, like, if you're out there reading a Wikipedia and then you're going to tell me that you're an expert on any film, fuck off. You do not know the movie. It's like, uh, oh, I, 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 I've I, never seen The Godfather, but I read the wiki. That's great. You read the wiki. Did you read the novel? No, I read the wiki. It doesn't mean shit. I read you know the what? Cliff be... Notes. <laughs> Was that enough to get you by in high school? I mean, if you were... Some teachers were stupid. Of course you could get through by reading the Cliff Notes. Oh, book. I can assure you that there's a lot of dumb teachers. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I experience this most of the time whenever there's meetings. But <laughs> also, another life hack most teachers are really busy and they'll just give you points for just turning the shit in. Well, I don't know if our audience is still in school. If you're in school and need uh, school hacking advice, I'm fairly certain that's how college works too. Because. Oh, dude, college is a joke. I have and we went and graduated and all this shit. Put some mid. 
I've definitely put some mid efforts into, into college and even in grad school, I'm not even going to lie. There's been times where I've just like thrown shit together at the last minute. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then you'll see that your grades haven't been updated for like three weeks. And then suddenly they all get updated in one day and like 20 of your assignments are graded and you get all A's on all of them. It's like, yeah, they just fucking it's, is it here? Great. <laughs> Done. Here's your grade. You paid us, didn't you? Okay. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. You could definitely buy your way through a degree. That's kind of fucked up in the conversation for another <laughs> time, but you know, yeah, WCBS is here to fix all the world's problems every Thursday night. Right. We got life advice. We'll give you all sorts of advice, just not financial advice. Yeah, no, yeah. Let's let's, yeah, let's not do that. Now we don't want to get sued. That's no, why this is your, the shinning. Just just, just uh, turn all your money to cash and put it in a mattress. That's the safest thing you can do. <laughs> that is, that, yeah, we can give that financial advice because people aren't losing anything. Well, are you going to lose some interest rate on your savings account? What interest rate? <laughs> oh, have you seen the stock market lately? Yeah, it fucking is bleeding out all over the pavement. Just fucking try not to buy is it, anything. Is try it pulling a Bud Dwyer? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The, the economy's trying to pull a Bud Dwyer. <clears throat> the stock market, though, just you know, there's not exactly any safe bets anymore. My local news was like, yeah, you should go out and buy a house no matter what. You're no. Be... I'm like, what the fuck? I, I literally went, what the fuck when I watched the local news. You are like, getting Come 7 on or 8% now. interest right now on houses. Do not buy houses. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't gonna. I'm uh, yeah. saving my cash. Buy gold. So, gold never goes yes. down in value. Let's just uh, it, uh, it, let's it, take it, a little it, trip to Fort Knox. It, it, it actually is. It's, it, I've, I've been tracking it for like two weeks and it's been going down. Okay, but is it ever going to be worth nothing? That's one hundred percent true. Well, it will never right, be so worth shut nothing. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Nick. I have some good news. I heard from a financial advisor that one day Lego will be more valuable than gold, <laughs> and you are going to be rich. So, <laughs> oh well, one day I'll dump all those sets on eBay. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you I'm, waiting, a... I'm waiting. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Stranger Things to start so I can dump that set on on eBay. You can buy Briarville. <laughs> That is the dream. <laughs> that is the dream. Uh, folks, if you want to learn about Briarville, well then uh, join us and let's grow WCBS together because we have a lot of great ideas for 2024. And uh, you're going to love all of them because we are the epitome of pop culture. We're here to entertain you soon more than just Thursday nights. So folks, uh, you know what to do. Follow us on social media. Hit that thumbs up button. And uh, let's get these numbers up. We want 45,000 people watching us live each and every week. So, now, guys, I'm not going to go into a long diatribe about uh, Loki. I really don't want to complain about Disney and Marvel. I want, you know, more stuff to come from this show. What I wanted to bring this up is Loki has just dropped. It's live. It's currently in the algorithm. Uh, apparently, this show sucks for some of the dumbest reasons possible. Now, I don't really follow every review as scripture, but I tend to notice that a, sh a website like IGN always praises Disney stuff for the weirdest reasons. They want to, they'll, they'll love She-Hulk, they'll love Miss Marvel, they'll love Captain Marvel, they'll love Black Panther 2 for the obvious reasons that we all roll our eyes over, no matter the quality of the show. But now Loki, a show that was all about uh, shipping and self-love and Loki being a pansexual or whatever kind of bullshit they want to put on these characters, uh, it's getting... Pretty middling to bad reviews. So far, the first couple episodes got a 5 out of 10. 
which I'm surprised that a website like this is actually going to, you know, talk about a show that way. Normally, like I said, they blindly praise it because of the themes from that, which I think that's more damaging than review bombing because you give something a pass just because it has the right ideas that line up with your personal politics and not necessarily the quality of the show. You know, if you want people to have an expanded mind and, you know, give these ideas a chance, make something so good that they can't avoid it. But if you make a show all about just the views and ideals, and people are like, no thank you, you're kind of defeating your purpose. So, uh, did anyone here watch Loki Season 1? Dion, you're the biggest Marvel fan outside of me. Did you watch it? I did, I did. I, I, I Admittedly so, I skipped a couple in the middle. But yes, I did watch Loki, yep, yep. Are you interested in Season 2? I mean, I am, I am. I mean, it's one of the few Marvel shows... Uh, that I am interested in, you know, obviously ever since She-Hulk, I'm not, I'm a lot less, a lot less likely to watch it as they're released or as they're live. But yeah, I, I, I do want to watch this one. That's, that's why, you know, even so, you know, the time travel thing, I was like, fuck, they're doing that again. You know, I don't know about that, but yeah, I, I, I I'll say for now, at least I'm, I'm interested in watching Loki. I didn't dislike the first season. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it at all. And it was interesting. The very last moment where it's like, oh, they're in an alternate reality or the other dimension. I thought it was a cool twist and it made me want to watch more. But I, I'm i just kind of over superheroes in general. Like, I, I don't even like watching good superhero content. I'm just kind of over the idea. Because, yes, it's been we've been oversaturated. No, I'm not, you know, trying to kiss up to Martin Scorsese. I just, I don't take the pleasure in it anymore. Part of my interest in it was because it was... Not because it was trendy and new, but it was an ever-evolving... The superhero movie felt like the superhero comic book, where after enough time, a new chapter in the story came out that led to something bigger, payoff, and then we continue that on. They haven't been able to continue it in, what, four years? And I, for one, am just okay if they never come back, if they don't really do too much more. I know some people out there hungry for Avengers Secret War. They're hungry for Deadpool 3. I'm full. I'm just ready to take a nap, give me my after-dinner mint, I'll go watch whatever's out. But superhero movies, I just, I don't know, man. How are you feeling about it? I mean, I'm still, I'm still, I'm bored. I'm just a lot less tolerant of, you know, quickly, quickly put together mediocre shit. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm still, you know, you know, I, I, I liked Loki. I won't say that I loved it. You know, and and yeah, I'm, I am excited to see. I shouldn't say excited. I do want to see, you know, Avengers: Secret War. I do want to see the next big phase, but it's just it's been so mediocre to bad, with the exception of one or two uh, projects here and there, where it's it's very clear they're in the quantity form over the quality form. You know, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm still gonna watch, obviously some a lot faster than others uh you know but yeah I, I i love superheroes i love comic books so i'm still gonna watch but it's it's you know the same thing with star wars it's, it's funny it's the same fucking company but you can tell when the name of the game is get it in theaters and get it done as opposed to make sure it's good you know and it's so obvious now you know and especially with the shit coming up where you see that now they're starting to fold into image rebuilding Right. So it's, you know, the shit with Captain Marvel, well, we're going to add the other two Marvels in it and we're going to make it, you know, a team up movie, 
You know what I'm saying? Or, hey, you know, Quantumania, yeah, it's going to have you. You love Ant-Man, but we're going to put a lot of extra bullshit in Quantumania with Ant-Man and the Wasps. It's just, I, I'm not tired of it, but I'm, I'm tired of the lack of effort. That, that, that's the thing that's making, you know, obviously with the Flash. You know, hey, we have a great concept, but again, we don't want it to be good. We want it to be topical. We want to reference what's going on now. And it's just, and it's just done. You know, and it's just still love comic book movies, but damn, man, it's it's getting a lot harder for them to hide the bullshit. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to have our discussions moving forward with a lot of this stuff because uh, the audience now knows where I'm coming from, where you're coming from, and uh, you know when we suffer through some of these things together, they'll uh, they'll know why we feel the way we do. Yeah, and hopefully it'll make them laugh. Shit. It always does. Everyone always says they enjoy their time here on WCBS, but no one enjoys it more than we do. But folks, we'd just like one more thing. Hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know that you enjoy this content. It's quick, painless, and it doesn't cost a dime. And the interest rates won't go up on clicking like. And that's, that's what I've heard so far. So, <laughs> Could you imagine if YouTube started to charge for likes? That'd be the worst. Listen, I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, would put it past any of these uh, any of these uh, things. I mean, hell, uh, Disney Plus is starting going to start cracking down on passwords here soon. So, you know, I think I'm going to crack down on my Disney Plus subscription and just not have it. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, because they upped the price and now they're doing the whole password thing. Um, yeah, man, it's it's, uh, it's 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 getting weird. Like they've they're trying they're trying to follow Netflix's um, stuff. Like you know. Exactly, and it's I don't think it's gonna work out for them. What I plan on doing, like I did yesterday, is I'm just gonna start buying more physical stuff. I got the Twilight Zone box set the other day from Amazon, and you know when I get everything that I want off of Paramount Plus, that's gonna be the first streaming service to go. Yeah, and then Netflix, and I think I'll keep Hulu for a short while because they still have King of the Hill, and that's kind of hard to find in the quality they have there. So. Once we can get that released in HD, I'll buy that and say goodbye to Hulu as well. Except when only Murders in the Building comes back, because that show is great. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, give it a watch. Have you okay. watched it, Dion? Yep, I watched season one. Hiller and I got to catch up on two, and obviously now three's coming out. So No, three just ended. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got It was it. fucking that, good, too. Is that the one with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selma, yep. and Selma Gomez? Yeah. Yep. Okay, all right. I've I've heard good things. I need to check it out. So, it's it's funny, and it seems like it's gonna be like old man humor, but it's basically like an R-rated comedy. It's fucking hilarious. So, all right, that's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah, we'll talk more about it tomorrow in Florida, Nick. Sounds good, man. Now, guys, we like to celebrate some anniversaries, and I know we talk about you know on this day all the time. But did you realize, and Dion, this one's going to hit home for us, because we're the right age. 30 years ago today, Jason David Frank first appeared on Power Rangers as the Green Ranger. Damn. 30 years ago? Jeez. October 5th, 1993, the Green Ranger debuted, man. Oh, my God. God. Is he still your favorite Ranger? Yeah, for sure. Hands down. Hands down. He's the fucking coolest. He was the coolest. R.I.P. Jason David Frank. Yeah, dude. yeah I got to. Um, yeah, awesome. 
Yeah, got to got to meet him a couple times at some conventions. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. I'm a little jealous. No. Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, I just can't believe it's been 30 years. I remember when Power Rangers first came on, and I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever! I need all the toys." And, yeah, uh, I remember. I remember always being always being like <laughs> always hating school because I was like, "God, I want to go home and watch Power Rangers." <laughs> Dude, I was lucky where where I lived. Power Rangers came on at seven a.m. and four o'clock, so I could always catch both episodes. Nice, because I lived on the same street as my school, and so if we left at seven thirty, I'd still be on time for school at eight. So, <laughs> Power Rangers was pretty much life to me at that age. Oh yeah, yeah man, so fucking good. Green with envy, the green green with envy. I think was that were the episodes where he was. Uh... Fucking with the Rangers and oh, the first ones, Green with Evil. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, when I first moved back, I ended up watching the uh, uh, Japanese versions, and the Japanese version is very interesting. I still prefer the American stuff for the nostalgia's sake, but it's it's solid. If you haven't watched it, folks, check it out. Now. Before we do other stuff, I just want to ask you guys one thing. Have you seen those damn Kevin James memes? And, like, do you know what they're about? Because I'm No. Yes. No, I have yeah. no idea what they're about. I get used to them. I was like, what the hell's going on? Why is he all of a sudden, like... Could, could you off? explain it, Kendo? Because I keep seeing that motherfucker all the time. And I'm like, why is the King of Queens on my screen? Okay, so there is a senator from the state of Pennsylvania, the Keystone State, if you will, named John Fetterman. Um, he does not like wearing suits or something along those lines. And he started showing up to the congressional office or to the Senate floor. And he would, you know, wearing sweatshirts and, tri- and, and track shorts and, you know, essentially dressing, dressing like a bum or a dude that's just sitting around for the day on Sunday afternoon watching TV. And there isn't like an official dress code, but most of the people in Congress wear business attire. So they passed a rule that said that you could wear whatever you wanted to the Senate. And that created an uproar. And then they decided to go back on that and reinstate that you need to dress in business attire. So that's when he posted that meme. And that's why, why it's taken off. I Thank you for the clarification. I just, I, I hate, I didn't really like that show that much. And so I just keep seeing him pop up everywhere. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was wondering that too. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Any, yeah, buddy. any King of Queens fans in the chat right here? I mean, we've all seen episodes, right? Have you guys yeah. watched a lot of it? No. Lemon races. <laughs> it would be one of those things that like, it would come on. At like ten thirty, uh, and it would be one of those. Do I feel like getting up and changing the remote, or do I want to just let this episode of King and Queens run in the background while I'm doing something else? So that's how I watched a lot of the King of Queens. It's an okay show. It's not like greatest sitcom of all time. It's never going to be in that area, but it wasn't bad. Uh, I'm going to ask you what is the greatest sitcom in a second. Just you know, sit on that for a quick second. Uh, the last time I watched King of Queens was during WrestleMania because Dan got there before everyone else and we had nothing to do. So we drank and we watched reruns of King of Queens and I can't be sober and watch that show. 
It's it's so generic. It's like it's better than the Big Bang Theory, but it's also not, you know, it's not the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's not, you know, one of these great sitcoms. It's not that '70s show earlier episodes. It's just it's so it's so middle of the road. It's like offensive. Yeah, it was. Dur- I, I guess it was during that uh, that time in like the late uh, the late nineties when uh, that was happening. You started getting a lot of like very middle of the road sitcoms because they had like kind of like exhausted all the other ideas. So, well, they gave every other stand up a damn sitcom, so they had to give that's Kevin true. James one. That's, that's how we. Oh my god! Yeah, that's true. I always liked Leia Remini, even though she was mean. I thought he was an idiot, so it was kind of funny that she was always talking shit right. to him. <laughs> Yeah, plus she was hot, so that, that always helped. Oh, yeah. Remember all of her Scientology shit? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, like, she was trying to make a show out of it, and, like, it lasted, like, two seasons, because, like, you can't keep going on with that stuff, like, you know, after, over a certain point. <clears throat> and everyone's like, yeah, okay, we, we get it, they're bad, just, just, just stop, please. It's boring. I once read she got kicked out of a party with Eddie Murphy and Rick James for being too crazy. <laughs> this is Rick James we're talking about, the man who did cocaine for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, so so she must have joined uh, Scientology early on and really, really hardcore believed. She must have gotten a, a visit from Tom Cruise back then as well, you know, just, you know, <laughs> to really cement that, you know, you're part of the team now, all right? We love everybody. Just make sure your 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 payment's clear every month, you know, for, for $25,000. Dude, Lord Zeno himself came and asked for the money. <laughs> I like to imagine people being indoctrinated into Scientology as like the opening of the Big Lebowski when those guys are like, where's the fucking money, shithead? And they just kind of beat you into submission and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've watched a couple of those documentaries, man, and they're, you know, like, especially when you leave that that uh, that horrible cult, um, they're assholes. They're incredible assholes. It's terrible. We, Nick, Nick Utam is the one that said that. That was not me or anybody else on the panel. That was Nick Utam, 1335 Jefferson Street, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> yes, Scientology, come for me. I dare you. Uh, That's Nick Utam, 1335 <laughs> Jefferson Street, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Oh god! We prank called Scientology in college, and they called back. So that oh, was the last shit. time we fucked with them. Yeah, uh, I wasn't about that life. <laughs> yeah, even when you fucking them a little bit, they they're trying to fuck you back. I think we're on a list, probably. We, we probably are. It's fine, though. <clears throat> I, for one, welcome my new Xenu overlord. So I'm not sure what you guys are on about over here i was where was i the other day i went kendo kendo would deal with him for about five seconds and then he'd be then he'd turn to clean and be like get off my fucking lawn <laughs> yeah i know the language he would use yeah that's kendo's not... walking gran torino yeah i was gonna say that's not 100 percent inaccurate either so but that's not me that is nick utam 1335 <laughs> jefferson street atlanta georgia <laughs> Oh I, my God. I was at some restaurant or somewhere, some checkout line the other day, and they had like little pamphlets for Dianetics. And I was like, and I actually called them out. I'm like, why do you have Scientology pamphlets in this place? And they just gave me this weird look. I'm like, if I could remember what it was, I'd tell you guys what it is, but I forgot the fucking place. I have to, 
I'm going to think about this one and text you guys later. I'm not going to waste showtime. <laughs> it's all funny games, so they make you watch Battlefield Earth. <laughs> yeah, Barry Pepper is not the worst part of that movie, though. Oh exactly, it's right? Which is pretty, pretty fucking funny. Um, I mean, how does a guy like John Travolta, who's a solid actor, go from making like good shit to that? One word, give, folks. You give all of your money to the cult. <laughs> Yep. 1335 Jefferson Street, Atlanta, Georgia. Here, let me get his phone number. Oh, my God. I'm going to miss you, Nick. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know. If I if you if can I, call him at 678 536 2711. God damn it, Kendo. You just stop this shit, man. I'm going to get hate mail and weird phone calls and all kinds of shit. If you get abducted while we're in Florida, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to fight off the Scientologists. <laughs> I never thanks, leave. You never leave a that, bullshitter behind. Thanks for that convincing tone, Jeff. Look, we're in Florida. Crazy shit can go down there. Let's let's get fucked up and eat one of their faces or something. You know. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I can't. What what are, what are they gonna be? The, the 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 foot from Ninja Turtles or something? They could be. You don't mess with these people. <laughs> Nick Utam, 1335 Jefferson Street. God damn it, Kendo. Uh, I swear to God, I'm going to get weird shit in the mail now because of you. Thanks. Folks, make sure you follow our stream this weekend to see if Nick gets abducted by the Church of Scientology live from Universal (laughs) Halloween Horror Nights. (laughs) That would make for a a very interesting, like, found footage movie where Jeff's doing a last from all of a sudden to get, like, fucking, you know, white vaned away. Oh, shit, they took him. I need to make this movie now, folks. Or Nick, we need to make our our one horror movie about the cell phone that we talked about, and we need to do this. Hell, maybe we just we'll do one season of our show. Uh, you know, episode one can be Briarville. Episode two can be our horror movie where we get abducted by Scientology. No, the finale should be the Scientologist. Uh, oh, of course, of course, abduction one. Because then we leave it as: Is there going to be a second season? Find out. Yeah, we should. We should get somebody who can do. Um... Who could do Tom Cruise's voice and face or put it on somebody? You know, like like a deep fake, it'd be hilarious. There's that guy the angry video game nerd hires that looks like Tom Cruise and sounds like him. We'll just get him. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. It's like, Hollywood's <laughs> going to notice us because we make fun of him so much that they're like, could you please stop? You actually hurt our feelings. <laughs> and we're like, we're gonna if, like I, well, if, if, I, if we ever get a message or an email like that, I'm just going to be like, oh, sucks to be you. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Well, what if they bribe us? They're like, "Look, we're going to fund my black ass if you guys stop." There's going to ha- it's going to have to be a, re- a very, very large number and a very, very large. Say, yeah, I mean, we're not we're, we're not immune we're, to it, but it's going to be a big number. Nine zeros need to be in front of that ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, I can dig it. With the audience, we got, you guys said you wouldn't make fun of Scientology for ninety nine billion dollars. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, if yeah, if they, if they, yeah, if if they, if they give us a big enough number, then yeah, all of a sudden the podcast will just disappear. Oh no, 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 no! The podcast will be on uh, like ABC or something every Thursday night. We'll replace the Bachelor. It's like that would be a that'd be a that'd be a definitely better show than the fucking Bachelor. Oh, God, oh, God. I remember they. I remember they had to like what is it? Cancel one of the seasons during the pandemic because. Um, like the producer was banging one of the one of the brides or something like that. It was fucking terrible. It was such a, a shit show. 
I'm telling you, man, to make money in America today, you got to appeal to the white ladies. That's that's what it is. <laughs> Look it. There's a Venn right. diagram of this, and in that Venn diagram, the the crossover area is Taylor Swift, The Bachelor, Pumpkin Spice, America's Got Talent, The Voice, Masked Singer, uh, the iPhone 15, UGG boots, and those fucking Han Solo outfits of the leggings and the vests. So if we can tie all of that together in some digestible package, fuck it, man. We're going to have Elon Musk. Here's, He's going to be asking us for advice. Here's what you do. You go into chat GPT and type all those things in and see what it comes up with. Should I do it now? Yes. Yes. Do it on air right fucking now. See what all happens. All right. You guys keep talking for a minute and I'll type in something. Oh God! Yeah, Kendo, thanks for doxing me, buddy. That's gonna that's gonna be fun. If 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 if, if all of a sudden I, I quit talking in the uh, in our group chat, you'll know why. I... <laughs> yeah, you're like we already lost fucking Leah Remini. We're not taking this shit from you. <laughs> eh, well, my heart bleeds. That's what you get for crossing dangerous people, Nick. Thirteen thirty-five Jefferson Street. God damn it! God damn it, Kendo! Fuck. Oh, number eight six seven. Five one three twenty seven eleven. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna get I'm gonna get weird text messages and weird calls, all kinds of shit from everybody. It's no, terrible. somebody else is because I know your phone number and it does not start with a fucking Georgia <laughs> area code. <laughs> Listen, man, you joke, you joke, but them crazy mofo's. They're like, we're still hurting. We lost half of our that seventy show cast. <laughs> we can't have this motherfucker on YouTube talking wild. Dr. Coffinale's messed up that joke. Oh, 5309. That's how you get a hold of Jenny. <laughs> now, guys, according to ChatGPT, we could create Taylor Swift themed pumpkin spice Ugg boots, <laughs> uh, which we would design and produce limited edition lines of Ugg boots inspired by Taylor Swift's style, add a pumpkin spice scent to the boot lining, and create a special mm. pumpkin spice colored design. You could even include oh Taylor Swift themed merchandise like posters, CDs, or exclusive music downloads as a bundle with each purchase. Nice. Okay, the next the next one is legit, and I'm not going to read this on air because I'm going to steal this one. Fuck that. Chat okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Where did I put my good. phone? Shit. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Next is the Taylor Swift pumpkin spice candle. We should just do a trailer for that one. <laughs> hey, we can have, uh, well, what's her name? Uh, Goop uh, sponsor. <laughs> yeah, oh, Gwyneth cool. Paltrow, the whitest lady on the planet. Yeah, yeah. we'll have her sponsor. It's- uh, oh, we, we also have the Taylor Swift Ugg Boots uh, accessories, pumpkin spice Taylor Swift playlist, and Ugg Boot pumpkin spice latte mug. <laughs> Wait, I should do that. We should just fucking sell a cheap ass pumpkin spice colored mug. There we go. Dude, w- there, are, there, there are, yeah, and there's a way to do that very easily. Send, what, but let's talk tomorrow. Let's make it happen. We'll need a small right, loan of a million dollars from our, our uncle, and, you know, we'll be good to go. <laughs> uncle Actually, Elon. we don't even need uncle that. Elon. We'll just go to China. <laughs> uncle Elon, can we talk? <laughs> oh uh, folks WCVS is the most uh, ingenious podcast on the planet we're, we're coming up with business ideas live on air to make things better for you uh, that's where Stealing Solo comes from and you can get that at StealingSolo.com right true. now mm-hmm. so let me look at the show notes real quick because uh, we have a lot of audience messages that we want to make sure we get to Nick I cannot wait for tomorrow man it's going to be uh, a blast. We have more than really, just the horror You really, stuff really want to get out of Ohio right now, don't you? 
this is the longest period that I've stayed in one location in quite a while. And that's cool. Okay, so you're, I, just, you're, you're just getting antsy then as well. It's like, I got you. <laughs> we're also going to have fun. Because yeah, no, the next week I'm going to Vegas, and then I'm going up to Michigan. So the only friend I'm not going to get to see from the podcast anytime soon is Kendo. Kendo, it's been two years. We have to it fix sounds that. Like a, sounds like a you problem. I mean, I ain't going nowhere. You're free to come out here anytime you want. All right, I'll show up uh, two weeks after Thanksgiving. I'll be home. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, man, if uh, I win that new lottery, we're just going to make Briarville happen. So we have to go back yeah. to Missouri to scout it. That's fine with me. God damn it. <laughs> It'll be like uh, we'll watch Walking Distance of the Twilight Zone a bunch to get the idea of the tone we want to live within. Ob- <laughs> oh, Ob- I almost called it O'Briarville, <laughs> just Briarville. I don't know. O'Briarville sounds cool, too. If Briarville's taken, let's go for O'Briarville. O'Briarville. A bunch of fucking Irish people showed up and settled it. O'Briar rules. People in the chat are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Folks, last night after we recorded the Twilight Zone episode, we hung out for quite a while. So, yeah. We're a podcast of friends. You have to listen to the the episode to understand it. That's all it is. Or you could just not be a filthy savage, you know, uncivilized, uncouth individual and just have watched Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> I think more people have watched Ernest Scared Stupid in our chat than we realize. I don't know. I'm skeptical. I mean, we've watched it here on the channel. We did it for a long Halloween stream. We did. No, we did. We did. Now, folks, remember, October 13th is Friday the 13th. And here on WCBS, we're celebrating with our first drunk watch party of the season. So join us. Drink with us. Let's have fun. That'll be live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're joined by the R-rated show. Uh, Josh is a friend of the channel. So spread the word and, you know, skip everything else. Clear your calendars for WCBS's return to the Drunk Watches because our shows are legendary. You know, Friday nights belong to the bullshitters as well. We already own Thursday nights. We're taking Fridays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Sundays, Saturdays. Fucking every night of the week is for WCBS. So, folks, join us each and every day here on the channel. We got a lot more coming. Let's get excited. All right, so we've talked about The Exorcist, we talked about The Creator, we played our box office game, we played Word of the Day. This has been a show that is all killer, no filler, a lot of meat. High-protein episode of WCBS tonight. Uh, uh, yeah, and, about that. and just to remind everybody, we are watching two movies. We are watching Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, and Freddy vs. Jason. Those are the two, so make sure you acquire those by whatever means you can for uh, Friday the 13th to watch, to watch along with us. Or you can just listen to us bullshit the whole time and enjoy that too so do what you do what you want yeah now or if, if you, you don't have any of that just go get the uh friday the 13th with horse shack in it <laughs> now if nightmare you uh he did nightmare on elm street no he did friday part six was he really in that one too he was the yeah. guy that uh he's at the very next... beginning yeah he, he he's the first kill in that movie yeah oh shit Mr. Kata, I need to edit that button into the channel where I just have his voice over his death. (laughs) That'd be great. That'd be great. Now, folks in the chat, you can help us come up with some drinking rules. Like, I feel like we should take a a hard drink every time somebody gets killed in the movie. Like, we're we're not going to last very long. (laughs) That's the idea, Nick. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. Um, you know, somebody's I'm, calling I'm, you already. Gee, I wonder who that could be. 
Yeah. It's the church. It's Don't it's answer. Happening. It's the <laughs> Well, it did, hey, say, it, it, it did it it did say un- unknown caller, so Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how it starts. That's what you get for talking yeah, shit. Yeah, thanks Kenda, you fucking jackass. Well, you're Do you have the hotel prepared to get hit? Do you have the hotel reservation set up where I can go get in the room even if you're dead? I always feel like somebody's watching me. It's Scientology. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I'm not going to miss you guys at all, just so you know. Oh, uh, folks, we're taking applications for the new fourth bullshitter. Shoot us an email to worldclassbs at mail.com. The best mail. Dot com. And maybe you can make fun of Scientology on air and get yeeted from existence. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Wouldn't you shit if it was Kendo that had a run-in with the Church of Scientology tomorrow? I don't think they're willing to come out this far. Yeah, I don't think they are. Oh, there are. You're closer to them than we are. Yeah, but I still feel like, you know, this area, even there, we're like, maybe we shouldn't go out there. I mean, in, 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 in all honesty, if they if, if, if they if they even, like, show up near us and say, hey, this is us, I'd, I'd freak out a little bit. I'd be like, all right, we're sorry. I'd be like, all right, calm down. <laughs> Step back three feet. I'd send him the Kevin James meme and tell him to fuck off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, as we get closer and closer to Halloween, make sure you guys are checking out what WCBS is bringing to the table. Now, I haven't told the guys on the podcast this yet, but last night, guys, you know we talked about doing Simpsons Treehouse of Terror stuff, or Treehouse of Horror yeah. stuff? I started watching this this morning. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I got through the first three episodes. I'm like, man, this is legit. Because yeah, some of them were based on the Twilight so Zone. Good. Yes. They they borrowed from the Twilight Zone quite a bit for the Treehouse of Horrors and other horror movies and things like that. But I don't know. Come the year 2000, that was pretty much... They were fucking toast because they suck after that. Maybe the Y2K I mean, bug wasn't about destroying our computers, just destroying the writers of The Simpsons. It could have been. <laughs> uh, so, folks... Be on the lookout for content like that and more. Just make sure you subscribe to WCBS. I almost said .com. We need a .com. Should we get one soon? .com. All right. So, uh, folks, keep sending in your message. We have quite a few to read. Uh, Let's start reading some of those. And, uh, guys, is there anything else that I have forgotten to address on the show so far? Not that I can recall. Is there anything you want to address? Like, Dion, how do you feel about Jillian Anderson? Is she your type of white woman or no? You know, I've realized that I have a a very, I should say, wide uh, list of requirements and or things I like. And she fits. She fits. She fits. Yeah, same. When I went back and watched some of the X-Files, I was like, huh, I like her as an adult. So... (laughs) My man. <laughs> That's such a good show, by the way. I, you know what? I got to go back and, and, and get back into it. Because especially with so many, um, you know, all the references, you know, even though we were 90s kids, like, I forget how much came from the X-Files, how much came because of the X-Files. I mean, what is it? Because it's... um. Shit, the uh, Final Destination started as an X Files episode, and then it became a movie. Yes, it did. So like, there's so much good shit 
that came out of it. And yeah, I mean, we we even got we got Kinky David the Company out of it. I mean, it's a pretty much a win 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 <laughs> because of the X Files. Also, there was yeah, the they, um the uh, the spinoff uh, Lone Rangers that was pretty good. Yep. Yep. You mean Lone Gunman? Because Lone the Gunman. Lone Rangers Lone is Gunman. the band from Air. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. There's three of you. You're not exactly lone. Shouldn't you be yeah. the three Rangers? <laughs> I love that still movie. A fucking, still a fucking good movie. Uh, no, you, Lone Gunman. No, yeah, that, that, that was that was a good spinoff too. Really the other night that. on the on the High Council, somebody sent in a super chat that asked if we could buy either Marvel, Fox, DC, or something else. What would we do? And I think I'm going to change my answer. I would buy Fox and make another Airheads movie. Ooh, so, oh my god, that'd be dude. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Brent, Brent, I'm, I'm sure Brendan Fraser would be down for it. Be like, yes, let's do it right now. I feel like Steve Buscemi would be the hardest sell because he's a real actor. Even if Brendan Fraser won an Academy Award. Yeah, and I mean Adam Sandler's got that Netflix money, so I mean I'm, I'm sure he'd be okay with it. Bro, he's got all that money. He's been successful. Look, at Jack and Jill may have been a dog shit movie, but he got paid. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's true. Man, I wish I could have that kind of a situation where it's like I do something completely terrible and still get paid for it. Listen, that's why I never dump on, you know, filmmakers or 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 actors that that dabble in the typecast shit. Because if you can bank a big ass bag just to fuck around with your friends, I I would totally fucking do it, dude. Like, don't get me wrong, Jack and Jill sucked, and Ridiculous Six was kind of silly. And was it Pixels was pretty shitty, but damn, I'd be lying, man, if I didn't say, hey, I get it. I get it. They lost me with Grown Ups. That was the first one where I went, what the fuck am I watching? I don't know. Grown Ups 1 was fine. 2 was terrible. 2 was absolutely dog shit. They it wasn't bad. See, Grown Ups was the last, like, decent one. Like, I liked 1 and 2. It was stupid. Especially Stone Cold was in 2. And, and so was, was Shaq. He? Yeah, so was Shaq. Hello, me. Did he cut out for anyone else or just me? No, he's cut oh, out. No, he's yeah. cut out. Uh, oh, Hubie, okay. Hubie Halloween was terrible on uh, on Netflix. I watched that. I was like, God, this is fucking terrible. That's not a new a new annual tradition for you. No, it was it was That's bad. It, no. it was bad. <laughs> I was trying to think about some of those uh, Halloween kid specials that I used to watch as a kid, and I was thinking of Mark Summers. Uh, like Haunted Mansion, or it was like Magical Mansion. That used to come on Nickelodeon. That was my favorite one for so oh many years. Oh my god! Do you remember There's Nickelodeon? Even... Do you remember Nickelodeon? You said that thing. I think it was during Halloween, where like you'd call the phone and they put you on on the air and you play the game of like going to each house and seeing if you got prizes. Do you remember that? I tried. I tried to call in so many times. Same here. Same here. Never got in. Never got in. Bastards. No, I did make it on the the. Uh... The non-televised version of Double Dare as a kid, though. So somewhere in the archives, there's a video of me playing Double Dare at like six young, or seven. Yeah, young Jeff, young Jeff. I was still six feet tall. About to say, yeah, young Jeff still like twenty-year-old Jeff. I age gracefully. It's like I, I, I hit a certain age look at a young age, and now I'm just you know I've looked the same for a while. So, yay me. <laughs> I still would scare Mark Summers. You know he hates Burt Reynolds. No, why? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw, yeah, because like he was he fucked with Burt Reynolds on some talk show with Carson, I think. Yeah, uh, and 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 I think Burt was like getting in the middle of the divorce, or whatever like that. And he was promoting some something or just on the talk show, and he kept fucking with him over and over again. It was it was getting to the point, and like they, they started throwing pies at each other or something like that. It was the whole fucking thing. It's crazy. 
You think Mark Summers is secretly tough or just, you know, a pussy? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I can't. I bet on secretly tough. Yeah. You knew who I bet you could whoop some serious asses, Pat Sajak. There's just something about that dude. I bet you he knows Krav Maga. Well, he was Pat, he was Pat he was in the military, so he got trained. Listen, Pat Sajak knows my my check clear. That's what Pat Sajak knows. Yeah, that dude what made like fifteen million dollars a year from just readings from fucking title cards. You know, yeah. It's 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 wild that you know, like especially some of those game shows, man. Like they've been around for like he's made years, more than you know, forty fifty years, just, man. It's fucking terrible. He ma- he makes a shit ton <laughs> a year still, and he's finally gonna He's gonna what, Dion? You beat pooped out. I don't know. Yeah, my internet is, is bouncing a little bit, but I was like, that dude is finally retiring. He has made a boatload of money. I can't remember. A part of me wants to say it's fifty. A year. I don't think it's fifty a year, but he was making tens a year doing Wheel of Fortune. Maybe he could fund our businesses. Maybe Listen, you convince him enough that motherfucker might do it. He's crazy enough. We just need a venture capitalist to help uh, make us trillionaires. Yeah, listen, I'm down for taking a shot at the host of Wheel of Fortune. You can, I mean, you can always do a Ponzi scheme, just don't get caught. I mean, you know. How does one do a Ponzi scheme, Kendo? So what you do is you entice people with minimal investment, but like super high, no risk returns on investment. And so like I would come to you and say, Jeff, if you let, if you, if you invest $100 with me, you'll have $1,000 next week. I guarantee it. So then you invest your $100. And then I go to Nick and say, hey, if you invest $1,000, we can double, maybe triple that money in just a week. So then I give you Nick's $1,000 and say, look, Jeff, here's your return on investment. And then I go and I get Dion to invest like three or $4,000. And then I invest and I give Nick the money. And then you just get a bunch of people in like that. And then all you got to do is just keep having people coming in, just giving you money. Because then once you're like, oh, I turned $100 into $1,000 in a week. Here, Kendo, here's $10,000. And then I can start giving that. It's called a Ponzi scheme. It's extremely illegal. Well, then you gotta remember that they have to they have to go and get people. So yeah, for if Kendo's at the top, we all go and recruit people doing the same shit, but we have to give Kendo a cut. And then that's, that's how also a yeah, pyramid scheme too. Also a pyramid scheme. Yep. Man, Briar Hill's gonna take a lot of work to get off the ground, but I'm willing to put the time in. We just need the initial investment. That's it. We just got like a circular investment going between each other. Like, <laughs> hey, dude, I put in $500 last week and I got 1500 $1, back. That's awesome. Nick's like, must, oh, yeah, I put in 1500 back. I bet I get like 3000 this week. The investment will, will be called a circle jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why we're not the, here to give financial every, advice. Listen, that reminds me. There was a uh, – so now, you know, one of the, one of the popular things on YouTube – uh, is you know all nostalgia based stuff. So one was it was commercials that don't age well anymore from the '90s, and one was a and it, and it looked like a fucking technology ad. And Hillary's like, "Is that is that an old Intel ad? Why would that age?" But I said, "No, I'm pretty sure that's Enron." And sure enough, it was a fucking Enron commercial. I think it was like '98 was the year that mm-hmm. it was going, and it was like, "Holy shit, man!" So mm-hmm. to Kendo's point, they all they never think they're gonna get caught. <laughs> It's always how, how, this, will never, this will never not work out. I mean, we'll always find new investors, especially once you start flashing the money around. People are going to be dying to get in on it. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
yeah. Dion, just out of curiosity, what were some of those other commercials that uh, didn't age well? Well, of course, there was the the Bill Cosby Jello commercials. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a... I can't remember if it was tourism or for one of the businesses in the building, but there was a World Trade Center commercial. Um, I think it was a tourist, New York tourism. And then what was another one that really had me fucking? It's shit. You ain't lying. There was a, there was one more. Fuck. What was it? It was it was it was a fucking good one. I think it was either. I think it was. Oh, it was a. Uh, it was a subway commercial where Jared was at the uh, doing a, a meeting before Congress. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Pretty much uh, all the Jared subway commercials aged poorly, especially yes. like one the ones where he'd go to the schools. Especially uh, if you watched if you watched the Jared thing that they had yep. on like Investigation Discovery or whatever it was that three part like part thing that they did about catching Jared. The, those commercials aged extremely poorly yeah dude yeah yeah dude i remember those commercials like it was it was it was was a whole diet he was like oh i ate two subways a day and this is how i lost weight i'm like that's it like that's weird yeah turns out he was a lying piece of shit just like kumi Najabi. (laughs) i like how we can always bring it back to him i know kendo's favorite south asian actor yeah well you know (laughs) We're talking about lying um, pieces of shit who aren't natural. There you go. <laughs> Just because I was a curiously minded guy, googled uh, commercials that don't age well, and there's one with a woman who's smiling. It says, "Enjoy the benefits of a cordless massager." <laughs> it, it, should I, I'm just going to show this one on screen real quick. Because, uh, <laughs> well, hold on. I'm going to send it to you guys first. Do you think we, this is YouTube appropriate? Because uh, uh, I need to gonna, know. We're going to figure it out real quick. Yeah, this lady is holding a. <laughs> if, it, if it shows anybody biting their lip, probably not. No, she's smiling from. She's grinning from ear to ear. But uh, I think this is a real ad. I think okay, no, it's it's wow. it's, it's that, fine. That, yeah, that that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Is this fucking real? Okay, I'm gonna share it. Hold on a second. Yeah, it, uh, ain't, it, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. No, it's not inappropriate. No, it's not. It's not. It's just. It's fucking weird. One commercial so, that kind of didn't age well that I've, I don't, I still think it's fine, but some of my kids seem to take umbrage with it a couple years ago because we were watching old 80s commercials and it was a Taco Bell commercial when their slogan was make a run for the border. I remember that. <laughs> and they were like, they were just like, oh, that's racist. I'm like, how? That's just, you know, Taco Bell sells Tex Mex. Quote unquote. <laughs> Yeah, Taco Bell sells what people perceive to be Tex Max. Right, 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 right. Legally, under the definition, Tex Max. Now, the ad on screen says beauty is more than skin deep. Deep, gentle, penetrating vibrations from the battery-operated massager soothe neck and shoulder muscles, arms, legs, and tired feet. Help stimulate skin to a new radiance. When used with your favorite cream and lotions, revitalizing Uh vibrations bring satisfying relaxation relief from aches and pains. There's so much fucking entendre there. I know. This massager comes in three models. Use a standard size battery. Is not included. Available everywhere. Caucasian, Asian, and African American. Yeah, you got four and a half, seven, and ten inches. So there you go. 
<laughs> she looks very content. Alright, so you guys think that's real. Got it. I was just curious. That's hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Okay, this one can't be real. I'm not going to share it, but it's a picture of the World Trade Center and it says the closest some of us will ever get to heaven. Oh! Damn. That's real. I'm sending it. Uh, yeah, put it, yeah, Christ, put it in the man. chat. Put it in the chat. I just did. Wow. Damn. Ooh. How prophetic did they not realize they would be? <laughs> well, they were 21 years ahead. Damn. That one stings a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, hindsight's 2020. Yeah. I'm just mad we didn't get now, that part in Spider-Man. I know. They should just release it. It's been 22 years. I think we'll be okay if we see a scene that features that building. It's in yeah. Watchmen. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the funny thing is most of the kids nowadays, if they see that, they'll be like, oh, i never seen those buildings before. It's like, well, yeah, because, you know, you don't acknowledge anything that's existed before you ever walked on this planet. Do you think that... Every generation acts like that, and we're just of the age where we're interacting with those people? Or do you think this is the... The internet's just made people so myopic to what's around now that they don't pay attention to anything else? I don't know, man. I'm kind of leaning towards the latter, because even when I was, like, a, a teenager, like, that I deal with on a regular basis, I was still aware of shit that happened before I existed. I don't know if I was just an exception to the rule or what, but... I also didn't have my face buried in a cell phone watching Tiki Talks and, you know, playing Fortnite all the goddamn time either. So that game sucks. It does suck. But for some reason, Minecraft and Fortnite's the only thing these kids know. They really do play the shittiest games these days. It's like I've played both of those games. I remember when Fortnite was new I've, or not I've Fortnite, uh, Minecraft. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I guess I'm I don't old know. when I, I, I like I said I'm leaning towards the latter. I just used to use the internet to learn about shit that was popular before I was born. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that's what it was trying for. To find, trying to find old movies and you know old TV shows and watch them because they were cool. We all had we all well, and also we were exposed to a lot of old stuff as kids. We had Naked Night. We had um, our parents and stuff telling us things. We had video stores so we could watch old stuff if we ever wanted to. I mean, we discussed this on the episode last we did last night about Twilight Zone where we. You know, either watched it, we either got into it because we had a video store near us or because, like, it was on a marathon, you know, during during the year, you know. So we were we were constantly exposed to older things that were good all the time. Um, I think because, like you said, because the kids have the phone in their faces and they're and they're constantly just watching stuff, you know, back to back to back to back to back. They're just seeing new things all, all together. They don't care about anything beyond that. Oh, well said. Yeah, it's it's and and it's very it's very strange to uh, to see. I mean, I I know some. Who, I I mean, I, I know some people in their twenties who are who are want who want to know about old things. They will constantly want to know about like old movies and stuff like that. So it's good to see that some of them are not like that. So um, maybe maybe some of this generation won't be won't be that stupid, but uh, well, time will tell. Yeah. Aurora Uplinks, thank you very much for your super chat and being a member of the channel. Aurora says, Star Wars idea. Swoop bike gang breaks into Imperial Outpost and steals important data. Spends movies bargaining to sell it. 
running from Empire slash Bounty Hunters. As long as they're not the gang from the Book of Boba Fett, I think it'd be a solid <laughs> idea. Exactly. Exactly. I want more grittiness. I want... Uh, I like that uh, lived-in universe feel from Star Wars. That's what I want. Kind of like Mandalorian Season 1, where we had that. Uh, it was a little, it was a little gritty, a little, little it felt lived in, you know. We, we got that in that in that show, and that was it. That's yeah, yeah. That if, was it. If people go back into our archives, while other channels were looking for reasons to tear apart the Mandalorian, we were, I was into it a lot. I really thought that was a good. show. Oh no, I was, no, I was, I was hesitant as hell, and I was like, this is actually really good. Mm-hmm. It was a splestern, and yeah. that shit's right up my alley. Oh yeah, dude. No, it was it was one hundred percent that, and it was great. First season, anyways. <laughs> Uh, by the way, before we get deeper into the super chats, uh, what did you guys think? At least Kendo and Dion, what did you guys think of Ed showing up in AEW? I didn't see it coming, dude. I I was very surprised. It that, it was so fucking crazy because you know, watching it, then you know, I kind of got you know the, game, the Sunday night game started getting shitty, and then we went and got in the bed. I turned it on. Fucking Hillary woke up when she heard his theme song. I was like, is that Edge? I was like, holy shit. So I, it, I was pleasantly, pleasantly fucking surprised. We'll see what they do. I mean, you know, I don't know if, if this is the group to be, to be, to be sticking around and wrestling, but I'm, I'm fucking loving heel, heel Christian cage right now. So they, they, they got, they got my, my, my curiosity at least for sure. Yeah. I didn't watch dynamite cause I was busy with you guys, but Hey, it's cool with me. I don't care where edge goes. I'll follow him been a fan for god over 20 years at this point mm-hmm. well even his, his promo on dynamite was pretty fucking good I, you know got the youtube clip i was listening to it when i was uh getting ready before going to work and shit and it, he even was like hey man it's time for us to get back together and and win the uh AEW tag team titles and face teams like ftr it's time it's time and christian's like go oh, fuck yourself so i was like holy shit so I'm, I'm, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely paying a little bit of attention because you know it seems like hey they're gonna lean into the edge and Christian thing. So, so yeah, because you and I texted you, and we were both like, holy shit, you know. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I stopped um, eating my stuffed crust pizza. I was like, holy shit, this is happening. So, yeah, I was I, uh, kind of figured that was gonna happen when his contract was gonna expire because they kept. They kept showing up on the on the internet about oh Edge's contract expires and at the end of September and blah 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 blah. It's like he's gonna go to AEW so that way he can have one last you know time to go play with Christian because he's gonna be retiring soon. Christian's got to be coming towards the end and I I mean like I like I told you guys there you go go take as much of that you know fucking money marks money as you can while you can because. As much as they love to shit on WWE, they love signing WWE, you know, age stars. It's what they do, man. All the Hardy Boys and Edgy Christian are all in AEW now. It's kind of weird. Ain't that a bitch. Yeah. But to Aurora Uplinks, I would definitely watch your swoop bike stuff. I had a swoop bike figure as a kid. I didn't like the pilot as much, but I thought the swoop bike was cool. And I'm pretty sure it's Dengar got all fucked up in a swoop biking accident, so... <laughs> and Han Solo did it. Swoop biking and drinking. That's how, that's what, how they get you. Yeah. Don't uh, drink and swoop. Don't drink <laughs> if that means. 
Enrique, what is up? Congratulations, buddy, again. He says, it's October. Fuck, Mary kill. Halloween theme, exorcist theme, and omen theme. Also, YouTube Ooh. is weird. It's recommending weird videos like blind person opens Star Wars toys. Yeah, the YouTube algorithm is fucked up right now. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've heard that from a lot of people. Like, it's very, it's, for some reason, they've had some some problem. I'm sure some hackers got into it. They're not, they're not telling anybody. That's what it is. Hey, if you're listening out there, make sure you boost World Class Bullshitters to number one. Uh, we're smarter than Mr. Beast. <laughs> and less likely to try and scan blind kids. Wait, did he do that? No, no, I'm, I'm just because the other thing too is all these big YouTubers are getting busted for, for fucking running cons. So I'm, my, my guess is Mr. Beast is gonna get cracked before the end of the Ooh. year. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, especially because he kept doing all the, uh, you know, he was doing all his charity videos and stuff, and I was like, he's posting those a lot more lately. So and then apparently the Mr. Beast Burger. That, you know, someone was trying to accuse him of a scam with that. I'm like, yeah, I think he's the next one. I, I hope he ain't doing some illegal shit because, you know, YouTube crafty YouTubers is not a is not a skill that a lot of them have. So it's even Sniper Wolf's ass is get yeah, is getting busted. So yeah, man, the, the I, time, their time always comes. I just want to throw out there, Mr. Beast Burger might be a scam because I bought it and it was terrible. I just. I would like my money back, please. It looked like a blind kid made mine when I ordered it. <laughs> I thought the bun was way too big. I felt like fucking Clara Peller. Where's the beef? It was it was expensive, too. Yeah, dude. Well, plus, it, then it looked like Kevin James had been punching the burgers that I ordered. I was like, yeah, why are they smashed together like this? Because his eyes were getting weary and his back was getting tight. I'm not going to sing you the rest <laughs> of the theme song to the King of Queens, even though I know it. <laughs> um, Queensboro Bridge tonight. Yeah! See, yep. Kendo knows. I don't care because all I want to do. <laughs> Is baseball still going on? We're in World Series territory, right? Uh, we are in the playoffs. Yep. <clears throat> Yesterday, all th- all four uh, wild card series is wrapped up with two zero sweeps by everybody, which completely seems to happen every fucking playoffs because the wild card series are kind of dumb. But hey, money. Baseball loves money, just like any other sport. So, but Saturday, the actual what most people consider the playoffs begins with the divisional series. Well, speaking of sports people that love money, Joe Burrow loves his check but doesn't love playing football anymore. Thanks, Joe. You're fucking up my season. He's hurt. I know. I'm really not that angry. If it gets worse, though, I'll be pissed. Honestly, I don't want to lose. I, yes, no. Nobody wants to see their team lose. No, I meant but... the fantasy league. Oh, <laughs> dude! Last week in my buddy Rocco's league, I lost to a guy that didn't even start a quarterback, so I did not have a fucking good week. Loudy? No, Loudy. Two weeks ago, Loudy made a trade with Dion, and then Loudy didn't set a fucking lineup. So somebody nope. got to have a free pass over Loudy last week. Well, plus he's all like super sour. I'm like, dude, it's the beginning of the season, man. Like, you know, fucking can't give up now. Yeah, Dion's gonna get an easy win over Loudy because Loudy only has two quarterbacks. One of them is Justin Fields, who is sitting on the bench. No, he has yep. three quarterbacks. Justin Fields, who's sitting on the bench. Deshaun Watson, who's starting the or in his lineup, who is out this week, and um, Kyler Murray, who's still not listed as being available to play. Good job, Loudy. Good job. 
It's a legacy league, so you know it might not be the worst move. But also, fucking do your lineup, Lowdy. It's yeah, only the fifth week. Fucking don't be, don't be. You're acting like a fucking Lions fan right now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> now, uh, what you see here on the screen, folks, is Assassin of the Cross by Holland Timmons, a complex comedy with bite, a fun house of adventure. A paperback of ebook is available on Amazon.com right now. So, folks, one of the things we want to do here on WCBS is always help you find the next great piece of entertainment. Because we can talk about Star Wars till we're blue in the face, but we don't have any control over that. What we do have control over, though, is dictating what is the next big thing. Clearly, we're doing that with Stealing Solo and Wokebusters, but our friend Holland is doing that with his work, Assassins of the Cross. And you're going to hear a little more about this uh, on some coming upcoming episodes and some content here on the channel. And so, folks, if you're a patron and you're an artist or a creator and you want to get your word out there, uh, you can join us over there and we'll talk about your work. And you guys can reach a large audience because we're very passionate about entertainment because it's the glue that brings people together. You know, if it wasn't for entertainment, I wouldn't know these three gentlemen on the show. Because if it wasn't for wrestling, I wouldn't have knocked on our buddy Dut Dut's door. And then for his birthday, I went to the strip club and met Dion where we both asked for the same concussion move. And we've been brothers in arms ever since. <laughs> Nick's right. love of horror is what brought us together. And Kendo's yeah. love of this entertaining podcast is what got him on the show. So, folks, entertainment is the glue that binds us together as a society. And that's why we always complain about TikTok and things that make people more insular. Because it's about the shared experience. ELE and all that other fun crap. But at the end of the day, you just want to be able to have fun and laugh and go into a big theater and for that hour and a half that you're all in there watching that movie, you're all friends. It's the shared group experience. And when you walk out of that movie, you know, you might still remain friends. I actually made some friends at the first Avengers screening that I still talk to to this day. So, folks, be on the lookout for more information about Assassins of the Cross by Holland Timmons. As we say right here, it's a complex comedy with bite, a fun house of adventure. It's available in paper book and ebook. Paperback and ebook. So, if you're in a rush to get something right now because we know you guys don't like to wait for quality, well, then you can check this out on Amazon right now. So guys, this show started out, it was going to be a nice and tight, uh, you know, 90-minute, two-hour show. We're at 325, so fuck. Uh, what do you guys want to say before we put this baby to bed? Free yayo. Uh, nothing. Have a good evening, everyone. All right. Uh, Nick and I will be in Florida tomorrow, so be on the lookout for some shorts, for some content. We're going to be uploading all sorts of stuff across all of our WCBS platforms on our road to 200K. Uh, folks, we're going to hit that by the end of this year. We're going to kick this shit into high gear. So uh, help us out. Do your part. Spread the word. Follow us on Twitter. Now it's X. Uh, Instagram. Every platform in shared WCBS content. Remember, we're not fighting other content creators. We're fighting a computer. This is kind of like a Terminator situation. So... We're the resistance, and we need your help. So, folks, you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Like everything we put out, and uh, spread the word. Now, one more time, folks, if you want to get the greatest Star Wars parody since Spaceballs, go to stealingsolo.com right now. You can grab a copy of that. Now, I'm leaving town tonight, or excuse me, tomorrow. So, uh, if you want to put in an order tonight, I will go to the post office in the morning because my flight's not until the mid-afternoon, so I can get those books shipped out for you tomorrow. Uh, if you want to be involved uh, more with Stealing Solo, well, just go to the website and find out what else you can do. But from all of us here at WCBS, thank you for watching. Make sure to join us on Friday the 13th next week for our huge Friday the 13th Drunk Watch Party. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. 
and it's going to be as sloppy as you want it to be. So, folks, you know what to do. But until then, folks, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Yeah.